0: Kevin, hey Louie. how have you been doing? I feel like we are bedraggled, just <laughs> working so hard.
1: Well, I I I have not uh, posted it online because I figure it's, you know, proprietary information. But I am recovering from Lady Covidina. Actually, yes, she yes. finally got me, gal. Did, was this and, your first uh, time? This is my first time. Oh my first God. time. Is this your first time? This is a sick, fucked up world we It live is in. a sick, fucked <laughs> up. I've
0: had it twice now. It's horrible.
1: Wow. Oh, well, I mean, I hope never again. I'm over the worst bit of it, and well, I'm on the testing phase. So well, that's just... why
0: you you don't go to Houston to watch lesbian operas, okay? That's how that gets you.
1: Listen, some of us have certain fetishes. Like <laughs> okay. We, just, <laughs> we have to travel for them.
0: Saleh. Um I mentioned that we are um, pretty busy. We told you guys last time. Um, really quickly, we want to mention that when this episode comes out, we will have begun the first day of the Bowery Film Festival, which if you are in the New York City area, you can buy tickets online, come down to the Bowery, watch the movies. There's going to be some live music, I believe, on Saturday. Um, yeah. And we're just going to be cutting a rug and having a good time. So,
1: yeah, it's it's five days well wednesday thursday friday saturday's four days and we're gonna be hosting all four days uh there's a feature there's a bunch of shorts and literally like it's it's the future of movies baby like i'm I'm excited about it i know this show is a lot about history but this is about what comes next
0: (laughs) i love like it's the huge it's the future of movies and me and gavin will be there okay we will be there
1: (laughs) see you in the future Uh, hi everyone this is mixed reviews We are a film podcast where we take a film subject such as an actor, director, or a mini genre. And we take two weeks and we watch as much as humanly possible. And we do a ton of research and we spit it all back at you.
0: We mix it up, baby. It is a mixed. I'm so happy and so excited. Um, because I feel so uh, overworked with all things in my life that we have guests with us today be- <laughs> called in the Calvary to, to help carry out the
1: load. Is that what you're impl-
0: absolutely <laughs> um, we have AJ and Trevor here from the old kids movies podcast. Thank you gentlemen so much for being here to talk about our gal um, Lindsay Lohan today. Um, welcome guys. Thanks,
2: Thanks for, for having for- us. We're, yeah. we're really happy to be here. Um, (laughs) I feel like, so Trevor and I choreographed a a dance that we uh, practiced on the dock just to express our enthusiasm.
0: Wow. What's the song? There's a song that plays while it happens both times. It's like for just that 10 seconds. Incredible. Amazing work. Um, Before we get to Lindsay, though, we have a little bit of old business Um, really quickly. To take a look at our poll for our last episode, which was all about Miss Sigourney Weaver, Uh, we asked you guys to go online and vote for your favorite Sigourney movie, and the results are in.
1: The (laughs) uh, the results of this, I think, are unprecedented. uh, I don't think we've ever had this before. Truly. Tied for
0: second place, (laughs) because literally there was a winner and then a tie. Um, We got Heartbreakers, Galaxy Quest, and Working Girl all tied at 15%. um, And then Alien comes out on top in first place. So... That's that. We had a couple of others with um someone mentioned um The Ice Storm which whatever um
1: <laughs> I like The Ice Storm. I will still I be on know. record as saying I like I The Ice know. Storm.
0: I know. The reviews are mixed on that one, okay? <laughs> um uh
1: but yeah, Alien. Uh
0: AJ Trevor, what what are your thoughts on Sigourney? Do you have a favorite Sigourney Weaver movie or performance?
2: It's obviously Alien. And, and I mean, Aliens is also up there. I, I kind of waffle between the two. But I think ultimately, I think Alien succeeds more as a horror movie than Aliens does as an action movie. I, I love James Cameron, though, and very excited to see what she does in The Way of Water next month. But yeah. I agree. Alien yeah. is is uh, the peak for me for Sigourney.
1: That's right. You better say you love James Cameron because I've heard he's coming knocking on doors. Water <laughs> do you have a problem with me? Do you have a problem with Avatar? What, okay, I would get up?
2: down on my knees and start
3: bowing in front of him if James Cameron wow. came to my door. Wow. <laughs> wow. If I could end my life so that James Cameron could extend his, for cinema, I would do that. And that's the commitment you get on our
0: <laughs> podcast, on your podcast. Okay, that is the future. Um, it's going to be full. Like, what are those... What they used to do that thing where they like hook you up to younger people's blood so you can live longer, like in Silicon Valley. I feel like that's gonna be <laughs> oh, us. Oh,
1: like the Peter Thiel. Like yes. Peter Thiel's doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah that's, blood transfusions. That's he's, his... he's doing the full Elizabeth Bathory. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: For James Cameron. Um, all right. Excellent. Uh, thank you, Sigourney Weaver. We will see you very soon in Avatar Two: Electric Boogaloo, uh, or a,
1: or a giant blue version of you. Yes. Maybe not. Maybe not you. Uh, uh, 14 year old blue version
0: <laughs> um but like i said okay getting into this episode um it's all lindsay all the time trevor aj why cuz we we talked a little bit back and forth about this and you guys your whole thing the old kids uh movie podcast is all about you know the movies of i would say it's like a specific millennial brand of movie right um how did you come to lindsay
3: why do we want to talk about lindsay lohan You want to take this one, Trevor? Sure. Yeah, I I guess we were going back and forth, and and we wanted to find something that would be worth talking about. The filmography or the history of the person was interesting, and we do very much focus on this '90s to 2000s era, and sometimes stray outside that when when applicable. And we've done two Lindsay Lohan movies, I think, only two so far, and I think that those two, along with one other, are just such a millennial staples Uh, for this era like for this short period of time Lindsay Lohan was in in the sphere of just movies that you would watch um the 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 triple feature that (laughs) I'm sure we'll get to and and I'm sure we at least some of us will have high praises for so (laughs) I I think it's interesting to talk about her because she had such a wild start of just like coming out with with an uh, incredible, incredible debut, and kind of crawling up to the top, and then almost immediately plummeting. And I think it's interesting to talk about her and what could have been, and and hopefully her comeback. Yeah, yeah, she definitely has. Like, it's interesting thinking
0: about Lindsay because obviously she's having a moment now with her new Netflix movie, and honestly, she looks amazing. Like, she seeing her out in uh, on the streets, getting pictures taken on the shows, like she looks happy healthy yeah all the, th- all the good this, things
1: this press tour styled by la roach for you legendary fans yes out there like he, he i mean she looks great she looks, <laughs> amazing yeah yeah
0: and and i think it's like you know i I literally today spent the day watching the fucking oprah documentary series and like she didn't seem like in her right like health like you know and to so, and so to she 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 has made such a huge cultural um imprint. and like you said, Trevor, like in such a small amount of time with those movies because her filmography isn't super vast, you know. Um, and yet, the, the the impact of Mean Girls, Parent Trap, Freaky Friday, you know, these movies that are just really um, important to a lot of, a, like, a whole generation of people. Um, and she, I mean, gosh, she was kind of the it girl in, like, the early aughts, right? Like, it's and, she, and on top of that, she's been around, since I mean, what, Gavin, yeah, mean, she started modeling when she was, like, three years old.
1: Oh, yeah. It was funny because, and we're going to get to it in a second, but, like, she started doing soap operas at like nine or 10 and they referred to her as a show show business veteran yeah at that point
0: wild so wild so yeah I I want to like make clear that you know we'll touch on some of like the paparazzi controversial personal life stuff but like that is not our goal as a show like I want to you know really focus on her career but like unfortunately there's some things that like kind of have gone in and out of their career like but in the end i think you know she's in such a better place now and so
1: it's it's like you're in my head because i had this conversation right before you joined the call with aj and trevor i was like we're not really interested in the paparazzi stuff i'm sure it'll get brought up there's no way to not talk about it a little bit right but like that's not our focus that's not what we're here to do
0: right we're here to mix up the goddamn reviews okay she has some good movies she has some bad movies and that's facts mama um but okay why don't we get into it and go into our rewind It is my pleasure to talk us through the rewind of Miss Lindsay Lohan. Um Lindsay Lohan was born in July 2nd, 1986. That makes her 36 years old. Um, and she looks great. Uh she grew up in, I mean she was born in the Bronx. She is a New Yorker. Um, she grew up on Long Island, and I think that's kind of where her parents still live today. She's the eldest child. Um, her her quite famous as well parents, uh Dina and Michael Lohan. Um I don't know how much I want to get into them either, because they don't seem like
1: Yeah, they're they're tough because Yeah, I mean,
0: like I'll just say, so her father got into a lot of trouble with like money stuff. Um, her mother was kind of like a failed dancer, wannabe actress, singer type person. Um and that's just fucking tough. Like, you know, um, I think most people know that her parents had a very tumultuous relationship. Lindsay has spoken about it. She's written songs about it. But I will say she to this day says that she still loves her parents very much. and uh, and she told Oprah she never thought that her family was toxic. So
1: she's gone back and forth with uh, at least with her father, especially not necessarily mother. I think she's always sort of stuck with her mother. yep,, uh, but cutting her father off, bringing her father back into her life.
0: She's oldest of four. Um, they are all kind of like have dibble dabbled in the entertainment industry. I think most famously her younger sister Allie. Um, who is a model, also was a singer. I don't know how this happens, but she was a Ford model at the age of three years old.
1: Like Persistent moms, that's how that happens. I mean,
0: <laughs> truly, like, I don't know, AJ, Trevor, how you feel about momagers, um, but it feels like, do you know, really was that girl. She said, oh, you're three years old? Get on stage, do it, <laughs> make us famous. You want to
1: model a baby car? Let's yeah. bring in the baby car.
0: <laughs> Wild. She was in (laughs) Calvin Klein, kids' ads, Abercrombie and Fitch ads. Um, (laughs) She's done over 60 television commercials for, like, Wendy's Jell-O um, with Bill Cosby, yikes a Like, this this girlie has been through a lot, okay? Like, eh, (laughs) a lot. Um, Like we mentioned, at age 10, she um, was in Another World, uh, a soap opera. Um, She was only in it for one year.
4: Hi, how are you? My name is Neil Johansson. How are you? My daughter, Allie, who's supposed to be upstairs doing her homework. Uh, Mom likes roses.
0: I'll try to remember that next time.
4: Don't make any plans. Mom doesn't date much.
0: But, you know, like by then she had been on sets and on stages. And what I think it's funny, you know, I was again watching that Oprah um, documentary. She talks about how like she's like, I just need to be on set. I feel most comfortable on set. I'm like, no shit bitch you've been on set since you were three years old like i don't think she knows how to not be on set and like in the real world and like she is most comfortable working and in front of the camera um she really didn't have like a quote-unquote normal childhood i think she was homeschooled like from a very young age
1: i believe at the age of 11 yeah i think at the age of 11 her homeschooling started so like it it all starts
0: the big kapow bang moment is the parent trap really like the parent trap a a billion girls um audition for this remake of this disney movie including jenna malone (laughs) who turns down the role three times because jenna malone is a serious actress okay scarlett johansson has said that she really wanted the role a lot of young girlies misha barton um A lot of young girlies, Um, but after Jenna Malone passes on the movie, even though her agent apparently allegedly was begging her to take it, um, Lindsay Lohan just swoops right in, Um, and it is just like a star-making role, you know. Uh, Yeah. uh, Everyone in the movie is aggressively hot. Um, Who plays her mom? This movie
1: Natasha Natasha Richardson, Richardson. R.I.P.
0: Yeah, what a queen. Gone far too soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about the Parent Trap more, but you know, it earns a billion dollars. Nancy Myers, hello. Ever heard of her?
1: Yeah. The I mean, like if you didn't know it was Nancy Myers, there's a shot of a kitchen in the movie, and it's immaculate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to breeze by this quite just yet because I have to admit something.
0: Okay. Oh, don't don't you? Oh, I'm gonna be so mad. Have you never seen this movie before?
1: I had never seen this movie before.
0: Oh, wow. What?
1: Shut, shut down the podcast. So I, a uh, new listener to the podcast, my sister, Nicole. Hi, Nikki. Uh, when I grew up, she loved the original Parent Trap. She loved Haley Mills. Let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, that sort of thing. And so I saw that movie so many times that when this came out, let's. So when did Parent Trap comes out? 98. I'm like 16 mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Far too cool for Disney. Yeah,
1: I was like, "Oh, that movie that uh, I've seen the original," and so yeah, I literally never watched it until now, and I must say, the therapy. The therapy that comes. With, first of all, the judge that creates this separation agreement, where one parent gets one one twin never, and one parent gets another, they never talk about that,
0: right? They never say like, yeah. why
1: disbarred?" Did, like, who who appointed that guy? Trump? No, it's also like <laughs> bizarre.
0: Like, they're like mm-hmm, international. Get one girl on the opposite side of the earth. And Even it'll... in
1: the original, it was like Boston in L.A. or something like that. It was not. Or like Boston and Montana. It was not over overseas. Literal, like, Natasha Richardson was like, I can't be on the same continent
3: as you. I don't think you can and- get farther than London in L.A., <laughs> like, <laughs> geographically.
1: <laughs> All right,
2: like, to be fair, I'll come to the defense a little bit here. They did, even in the dinner scene on the boat, on the cruise, when they're reenacting the night they fell in love, yes, I've seen this movie a lot, but they're trying to piece together, okay, how can we do this so Annie and Hela can spend time together? And they keep running into roadblocks, and they even say, that's why we came up with this arrangement in the first place. And then right. in the scene when... Hallie as Annie is in bed with her mom she has that sequence where she says you know technically you belong to your father and Annie belongs to me so it seems like this was something that the two parents at the time came up with oh no but I then agree. as Natasha Richardson says I agree this arrangement totally sucks
0: yeah I mean yeah. like clearly like but, I mean, that's fucking crazy imagine like two parents being like shake handsies and no take backsies this is my daughter now forever goodbye <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> the legal nightmare.
1: And is, and it truly seemed like neither had thought to like check in on the other. That's like, the not weird even, part. That, yeah, there's not even like a throwaway line like, and then he we write each other letters every month. We send each other pictures. Nothing. None. It's just she was just like, and one daughter is dead to me.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm not a parent at all. <laughs> just, just. But I imagine if I was a parent. I would be it would be very weird to say like, well, I guess I'm never seeing this one daughter just because uh, I'm no I don't know. It's just yeah, yeah. A, maybe they like, thought no it'd it would be easier because they're, <laughs> they're twins. It's like, right. well, I know what
0: she
1: looks like. Yeah, I know yeah. how tall
0: she is. Yeah, maybe they say, listen, we have the copy here. It's fine. Uh,
1: <laughs> what was the thing that broke them up? Was one of them like, I, I don't know, I, I guess I don't really love Avatar. And, uh, <laughs> what was the thing that He was doesn't good. like hair dryers,
3: so she threw it in. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes, I think it right. was they were both just kind of into their careers. I think she wanted right. to do her dresses and, and he wanted to do his vineyard.
0: Right. Oh god. <laughs> they wanted to
1: follow their dreams. And it didn't. Also, by the children. by the way, real quick before we move on, the I love when the one Lindsay, Lindsay number one says to Lindsay number two like you have a butler and it's like you have a live-in housekeeper yeah you literally have the same thing yeah you are both fucking
0: rich yeah the richest both of them
1: yeah
3: she lives in napa like casually with a giant house and a vineyard
0: i'll never get over that when she says me and my dad own a vineyard and i said bitch you and your dad (laughs) it's you and him
4: hey you're from california do you like to live in Hollywood? Do you like live next door to a movie star? What are you to Lucy and Ethel? I've never even been to Hollywood. I live in Napa, that's Northern California, and I live next door to a vineyard. A what Europe? A vineyard. It's where you grow grapes to make wine. That's what we do. Me and my dad, we own a vineyard.
0: The movie makes a lot, a lot of money, and basically Disney said, sign her up, girlies. We, we're going to a three-picture contract. Um, we are not letting her go. Um she for a moment is uh hired to in a, in a pilot for Bette Midler's um show bet. Uh, it's a short-lived series and she backs out of it anyway because it moves to LA and she's like I'm a New York girl. Um,
1: <laughs> she
0: does two uh DCOMs which I think you guys this is I'm speaking the parlance of <laughs> old kids movies. Uh a Disney Channel original movie. She does Life Size and Get a Clue. I remember Life Size more than get a clue i did watch them both um for this episode but life size i think is the one that like really you know made a a mark um especially because tyra banks um get a clue i think is funny because it's also during the period of like movies are like the internet is so crazy you can do whatever you want (laughs)
1: My, my other big favorite thing about get a clue is it's like hey have you guys heard of this thing called Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's very
3: cool. Yeah.
0: They're like, oh my God, he's in Brooklyn. I can't go
1: there. <laughs> uh, it's
3: like I, I do first hate gossip girl.
0: Yeah. Get yeah. a clue.
3: <laughs> um, I
2: do hate to show up on somebody else's podcast and correct them, but technically, life size is not a decom. Don't worry, it's a common mistake. <laughs> But life size, uh, much not? like Tower of Terror and My Date with the President's Daughter, are wonderful world of Disney movies on ABC. So they are technically oh. not. However, it was aired frequently on Disney Channel, so yeah, it, was, it it's gonna a say, common it, mistake.
1: I was going to say, d- does it get there by technicality or no? Well, I, I mean, mean, uh Yeah, <laughs> I was
0: going to say, like Life Size does have a little bit of like better production value, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: I could see that. Like. Decoms weren't casting Tyra banks. Let's just I,
1: let's just damn. say that they don't have banks <laughs> budget. I was pretty amazed. First of all, is Jer Smith, who plays her dad, who like I know only for playing like assholes on <laughs> nighttime dramas, and was like surprised to see him play a tender role. But also the the thing that and, and this is a reference I expect only Louis to get. And I'm so sorry because we I know we have guests, but I was not expecting life size to be. Just like a, a remake of a Mother for Christmas, the Olivia Newton John.
0: It, it, it's. I mean, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of. It's like, I, I could. Uh, isn't there like fully a moment where they're like, your mom died two years ago? Get over it. Like, yes. There's literally that yes! moment. Her,
1: her friends are like. <laughs> She never hangs out with us. Her mom died two years ago. Isn't she over it yet? Yeah. And I was just like,
0: ah. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, cool friends. Um, I did <laughs> I did forget that like it is an African voodoo spell of some sort that makes the doll come to life.
1: Oh, I got I got more like Egyptian Book of the Dead, sort of. Oh, maybe that's right. I, I forgot,
0: yeah. I forgot there was like, I forgot the 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 catalyst of the magic i mm, thought yes. like i thought she made a wish but no she's like fucking brushing hair and like saying a spell like i was like oh okay um she really wants to zombie her fucking mom back which
1: is yeah kind of fucking- I, I, in all honesty i think Tyrus saved her from a big monkey paw situation like <laughs> i like mean her, yeah her like they're like dead mom knocking on the door like Ugh. but instead yeah. she got it she brought a barbie to life yeah. you know yeah, what is, what is what is the character's name? What is the fake Barbie? Eve, that's, Eve, that's yeah. right. Um, they're both cute,
0: harmless, whatever.
4: Exhibit A. Once my dad sees this, it's adios. No, we don't have to show him right now, do we? At least not until after tonight. What's tonight? I'm going to your dad's party. That nice man Richard invited me. What? You can't go to a party. Why not? That's what I do. Besides, Casey, can I go have a little bit of fun? You just don't know when to quit, do you? Just because you're gorgeous doesn't mean you get everything you want. Your days are numbered. Literally.
0: In 2003, we get Freaky Friday, which we've talked about in our Jamie Lee Curtis episode. And our Body
1: Swap episode. And
0: our Body Swap episode.
1: So, we talk- Which is why I refused to watch it for a third time. Yeah, we, <laughs> I was I, like, I, I've seen this movie too many times.
0: Um, AJ, Trevor, have any thoughts on Freaky Friday? You can uh, never see this
3: movie sp- enough. <laughs> Thank you, Trevor. Oh, I, that is exactly I, what I was going to say. I disagree.
0: <laughs> Ooh. I think it is um a fun watch until you run into. I mean, it's a fun watch until like you're like, oh god, the racism's back. Um, and it's yes. <laughs> agreed. It's hard yeah. to get around the like early aughts thing of like, aren't Asian people so funny and crazy?
1: And, and like And it's so strange because like I like I said in our body swap episode. There's two other versions of Freaky Friday that come before this. There's a version that comes after this. None of those three versions enter into that area. Right. And it, so it's just like, why this, this one version, in the 2000s this was like gongs, hits, like, gongs. gongs every time. <laughs> it's just like, OK, let's take the Orientalism down for a moment. Yeah. It,
3: they, they said, I have an idea. People don't understand Asia. We we see so many like 90s and 2000s movie of this era. And yeah. we see so much dated humor in this vein basically this making fun of like old people which they do in this like oh isn't it funny i think the therapy scene was the one in freaky friday that i'm always like rolling my eyes in because it's like haha therapy is weird yeah mental health yeah isn't it weird (laughs) 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 haha (laughs) mental (laughs) health (laughs) when i feel like both of them are the ones that actually need therapy they need to talk about their feelings together (laughs) i
0: will say Um, jamie lee curtis and Lindsay are have great chemistry They're, i mean i think Lindsay is very good in this i think she's like her doing the like i'm a mom and you know <laughs> i i think it's i think for all that aside i think she's good in it um again the movie like i think is one of the highest grossing movies of the year like she is on a roll um though i will say she had to like convince the director or like whoever like she didn't want um, her character to be like too goth. She wanted her to be more like Avril goth, not like.
1: Yeah. It, I, w- I was thinking about that. The, a lot of these earlier films go out of their way. I think maybe Get a Clue is the only one where it doesn't have that element in it. But like, there's there's like this has her as kind of pop punky and it, very similar in uh, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, which we're going to get to, Herbie Fully Loaded. And even life size where she's literally the quarterback on the football team. And I was like, mm. oh, these are kind of interesting ideas that like we don't necessarily like they're the they're, they're gentle pushings of the norm, but they're right. they're
0: there. Right. I mean I, but I think that was very, you know, like when you think about the time, like God, fucking Ashley Simpson. Like that was right. the vibe. The vibe was like I'm a girl, but also I'm a cool
1: girl. And like I, <laughs> I thought of that and, and like a real live application of that was I noticed when I was in 11th grade and I'm slightly older but when I was in 11th grade the popular kids switched like the the football players were no longer popular in my school anymore and it was like the pop punk kids yeah. and it was coming from like the grade below me and so it's interesting to see like that pop culture loop feedback and have like actual right I mean listen uh, f- effects on yeah reality
0: yeah fallout mm-hmm. boy changed lives what can I say okay <laughs> Mm. i think where was, were you mm-hmm. when
2: fallout boy when the boy I, fell I, I think what's really worth calling out here is that this is this is only her second theatrical movie you know yeah, this is her fourth yeah. project she had a bunch of commercials but this is the second time people have been able to go to a movie theater and see Lindsay lohan and you know at this point i was uh nine years old and Shut she up, was still a out. household name <laughs> even though i had only seen her in yeah. You know, two theatrical movies and, and I hadn't seen Lifeside. So three movies in and she was already huge.
0: Right. Because she's making movies that are hitting the like four quadrant sweet spot, you know, mm-hmm. like parents are going, kids are going like it's and she's doing. A, I think it's important. I want to mention, like, I think Lindsay is at her best when she's able to be like, I think she has two modes that I really like. I think that she does kind of um, sad girl really good. And then I think she does like slapstick girl really good. I think she's really funny. Um but and, and so like these two, like freaky friday it's like a lot of slapstick stuff um so yeah i think she's firing on all cylinders uh she like wins some fucking vm mtv movie award stuff uh you know she's starting to record music because in famously in that movie there's that um that musical number um which is going to inform some future stuff. Uh, in, in 2004, she comes out with Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. I think that movie is fucking crazy. I think that movie to me is like the pop culture of the millennium like has inverted itself and is like, we've gone too far. Like the simulation has broken. Um, I don't like this movie. I, I hadn't seen it. Um, it's weird. It's, it's too much for me.
1: It's, it's the age old tale of the girl who cried wolf. And the lesson is, if you continue to cry wolf when the wolf isn't there, eventually you'll get everything you want.
0: Right, right.
1: Because that's yeah. literally, it's literally, she lies her way to the top and the consequence is great. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. cool, she gets away with it.
2: This movie is like, it's Mean Girls, but not Megan Fox is surprisingly in this movie, but I I think Mm -hmm. one other thing that I'll say, and they have the the discount DDR, I thought was hysterical. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) But are you
0: even popular?
2: Do you even know how to play DDR? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And then. okay. so here's the thing about that scene. Megan Fox beats her the first time. Then Lindsay Lohan wins the second time. Why isn't there a tiebreaker? Where's round three?
1: Why is there no third round? I
4: thought the same thing.
0: Megan uh, Megan Fox is just so fucking pissed that she lost. She's like, I'm out (laughs) of here, loser.
4: Actually, my mother has the connections. Marsh Warren bought a piece from her last summer, and Marshy, as I call him, is their manager. I know who he is. He remembered I was crazy about Sir Arthur, so he got us invited. Wow, your mom must be some potter.
0: She's allegedly the most popular hot girl in this fucking suburb school. Who gives a fuck? In New and Jersey. I know. And she's like, are you even going to be the lead in the play? I'm like, what the fuck? The lead in the play? You're the most popular girl school. the school? Like get, get. And they're doing... Eliza Doolittle of it all, yeah, and, and like an
1: update of My Fair Lady. Eliza that, rocks, and that like doesn't the the amount of knowledge you have to have going yes. into it of My Fair Lady, like the the play begins with her as a checkout person, and she's just like, "What right do you have to record me talking?" Yeah, and yeah. it's like, "What what is going on?" Like drops you in the fifteen minutes into the
0: yeah, I, I imagine all the like. <laughs> Eleven-year-old um, AJs knew exactly what the 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 uh, yeah. My Fair Lady um, uh, premise is. Like, who is that for? Who is? I'm
2: I'm a bad use case because I actually was in uh, I was in My Fair Lady in my middle school. Uh, oh theater, my god! So.
3: <laughs> okay, gag. I auditioned, <laughs> it would have been better. but did not get a part. Wow. <laughs> See,
1: it would have been better if you were like Not for that. Actually,
3: different. We went to different schools.
1: Actually, I'm a huge Pygmalion scholar. So, yeah. Like, <laughs>
3: So, the, uh, This movie gets a lot of things wrong about what was cool at this time, though. Yes. Like DDR, not cool. Uh, I liked DDR, and I was I not, loved you know.
2: DDR. Okay, fair. Uh, yeah,
3: okay. but
0: Fear. like the hot, the hot girls at pop, in the popular hot girls were not being like. No, no. They were like sipping on their sodas, like,
3: like, you know, and they didn't show up to the theater, the, the, the school musical. Right. Right. No, absolutely not. And it was the same night as like something else that was cooler. Who plays
0: um, Lindsay's, like, best friend in this movie? Um, Pill? Alison Pill, Pill, yeah. Alison Pill. Pill, oh,
3: Allison
1: Pill. I will... who I, I will say I thought was very good in this well, movie, because Alison though...
0: Pill is an incredible actress. In right. <laughs> like, I'm not shading Lindsay Lohan. I think Lindsay Lohan is very good at what she does. She does not do what Alison Pill does. Um,
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Th- that's an interesting, and I'm sure we're gonna get to it at some point, And I'm probably gonna say something controversial, but I'll save it for later. But also in that Howard Stern interview, I was watching him be like, "Oh, you know, when you see like the Jessica Chastains of the world and how successful they are, are you ever like, I could do that?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, of course." And I'm like, "Huh? Could you though? Could you <laughs> like?" And 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 we've discussed before on the show. I mean, I don't even think Jessica Chastain is amazing all the time, but like. I I don't zero know. dark thirty with Lindsay. <laughs> I I could see that. <laughs> I
0: could I could see her being Tammy Faye. I don't know if it'd be yes. good, but I could see. But her I doing also, it.
1: but I also I didn't think Jessica Chastain was a good Tammy Faye. Well, fuck you. I I,
0: fucking... I love Jessica Chastain. Anyway. So who,
1: who who
2: do you think should have won the Oscar last year? Oh,
1: oh God, God, I have no idea. No. I mean, she can she can earn it for charm, but like not for that role. <laughs>
0: I, we're not going to go down this rabbit hole, Gavin. I swear to God, this is, we'll save it for our Jessica Chastain episode. Leave. I have
3: no stakes in this. I like both. Of them. <laughs> if the movie was better, I feel like it could connect more. It's like you know the feeling of when MCR broke up. I feel like that's the yeah. kind of connection you can get when Siddhartha is that the name of the band? I, I yes. think that is like, right. Yeah. Okay. That they you know they broke up. That's the feeling. It's MCR broke up. That's the like big. Yeah. That's the least, vibe. Of the generation i feel like you could say like that's the ah like no <laughs> this is right, a, but, this is a nightmare my life is over
0: <laughs> right but i just don't think the movie was terribly interested in like exploring like actually because even when she finds out that he's kind of like a fraud or like you know he's just like a drug she's kind of like no but i love you like you know there's nothing really like she learns about herself or like yeah. you know the, the arc is very unsatisfying um yeah, and- just
1: just to explain that real quick too she's in love with a man a, a musician in in the in the way that a lot of young girls fall in love with musicians who's much older. And the movie enters like a kind of creepy area and then does everything it can to get back out of that area. Right. It like even so much so that it gives her a dance with him at the end of the movie, and then it cuts to the other boy who's had maybe five lines in the entire film and she's like and then we started dating yeah yeah yeah. and i was i was just like good they give him (laughs) nothing (laughs) from that
0: old man they give him nothing to do except and we'll get to this because it happens again the boys in this era they had to wear like you know white shirts and like be under cars like that's all like you know they had to be fixing cars and a little bit greasy but they had to be like had good hair because that meant that they were like um, manly but like soft and like um is sensitive
3: they either uh, were or looked like chad michael murray
0: yes correct very <laughs> <that>. it's great <laughs> um in the same year mean girls comes out uh um, let's go <laughs> you, said, you said buckle up uh which is you know maybe one of her most iconic roles uh it's hard to kind of like uh, even quantify how one Mean Girls came out of nowhere. Like Tina Fey was yes. not the force that she is now, or that she would
1: become. Um, Lindsay was, you know, th- this is the second movie of that year. So, and there, and our first. Not, I think it's very important to say this was her first non-Disney movie, right. and that is a big thing yeah. in 2004 because it's just like that's the wholesomeness. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. she's no longer in that. I don't want to call it a prison, but she's she's no longer underneath that snow globe of, like...
0: Right. Well, also, this is the first movie that she looks like an adult woman. Like, even though she's right. playing a, a senior in high school, you know, I mean, it, she does not look like... In Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, she looks like,
1: you know... A kid. A kid. Yeah, um, and that's why I was like, stay away from her old rocker, man. <laughs> right. Um, and Broadway's mean, Adam Garcia. <laughs> well, please. <laughs> um,
0: mean Girls is just, like, fucking littered with amazing performances, iconic lines. I rewatched it again today and I'm like, my God, like um, it's Rachel McAdams is fucking like slaying everyone left and right. Uh, Oh, so you agree.
1: You think she's slaying everyone left and right.
0: I absolutely fucking do.
4: So you've actually never been to a real school before? Shut up. Shut up. I didn't say anything. Homeschooled. That's really interesting. Thanks. But you're like really pretty. Thank you. So you agree? What? You think you're really pretty. Oh, I don't know.
0: <gasps> Lacey Chabert, Amanda Seyfried, who is so fucking funny and we don't let her be funny enough uh, anymore. Yeah. Um, the, the movie is a sleeper hit, makes a bunch of fucking money, spawns a horrible sequel, um, a mediocre
1: musical. Um and, do uh, I not? Do I not know about the Mean Girls sequel? Well, none of them. The, none of it them it are. Was in it was made for TV. I think it aired oh, on ABC Family. Some of the adults came back. I think right. Oh so, really? I think so. So it's like Legally Blonde three. Is that what you're telling me?
0: It's like in the step um in the Bring It On universe where it's just like kind of only tangentially. Ah, uh, I don't.
1: Yeah. I, so legally Legally Blondes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's like. Or some might say Greece too. Well, you know, like they
1: But that was a that was a real theatrical that came out in movie theaters. Right, but or it's only an ta- American Pie. But it's only tangentially Bandcamp. Right. Oh exactly. American Pie presents. Yeah Present, so American, yes. so This is mean Girls Presents. Mean Girls Presents. The second part. <laughs> um Meaner Girls. Meaner
0: girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The girls are meaner this time around. Uh she wins like every teen choice award that year um she becomes the it teen girly um you know i I think also this movie i was trying to think like why is Lindsay so good in this and it's because she gets to be like the normal human around like this swirling tornado of like caricatures and she gets to be really introspective and like you know she's she is all of us looking at you know all these crazy things that are going on around her but i mean everything is so entertaining and fun with this movie it's
1: it's hard to beat mean girls like it's it, and it's really complex that she is the normal person yeah because the quote-unquote normal person in the, in the film because she really wanted regina george she really pushed for regina george and they were like no ma'am yeah and so like i i think it we're better off i think we're a, better off too
0: yep. yeah yeah yes Sometimes I think Lindsay reaches a little too much with her acting. And I always want to tell her just like chill out, relax, because she is good when she's just like natural and relaxed. But I think, and she's talked about this, like she has said she hated um, in life size when she was all in that football gear. She thought she looked ugly. She lo- thought she looked like a boy. I think because she's been on stage since, or in front of a, a camera since she was three years old, and I, I hate to say it, but, like, I probably from her fucking mom and dad, like, thinking about the way she looks on camera. And so I think that kind of poisoned the well a little bit. Yeah. And she's always been very concerned about, like, what she looks like. Uh, yeah.
1: I've, I, I found this the world's saddest interview with her, just stumbling on Googling stuff. And there was an interview she did with BBC around the time, uh, around 2014, when she was doing Speed the Plow in England. And she's talking to the... The interviewer and she says
4: most people when they go out to dinner or they go out to you know a lounge or whatever it is they say how fun it was the right. first thing you always say is yeah i really liked it there it felt safe i'm really big on feeling safe um whether it's you know the bed i'm staying in which now i have a great place and it's very light and i feel safe um but no matter where because people don't i think my friends think i'm neurotic so I'm a little <laughs> crazy but I, I will hear a flash of an iPhone camera. I'll hear the shutter from a mile across the room, or I'll feel it. I'm so used to like thinking like that, and I'm feeling almost paranoid sometimes and protective of myself now, whereas I wasn't in the past. Um, that I just it's my big word is feeling safe.
1: She's been very focused on who she is and who she has to be out in public up until this point. Right. And that's all about to. Right. Explode I mean, because this is because she's becoming more famous and the, th- the negative aspect of that is more scrutiny.
0: Right. And this is exactly the time in 2007 when like the fucking paparazzi floodgates just like fly open. Like she it is open season on Lindsay Lohan. She is, you know, picked apart. We talked about this a little bit with our Kieran the episode. And I think it's a lot of the same, you know, she was a young woman who yeah. was, super high profile and like again also a young woman like is there a point when you should like stop partying or whatever yeah but when you're like 21 or whatever like no fuck off like have fun great that's fine unfortunately right. well she's
1: also mentioned that those were her college years and if yes. she had been a, a normal person she'd be doing that at college and not you know in front of 75 cameras those would
4: have been my college years and i would right. have had a whole different experience of it and a camera I, wouldn't have been there right oh
0: you're so yeah. right yeah, those were your college years Yeah, where you would have been out drinking and partying, but nobody would have given a shit. That would have shit.
4: been normal for that, Right.
0: Yeah. 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 You, you're
1: absolutely right.
4: When it, my my mom pointed out, she's like, those were kind of your college years.
1: And then you get tagged. And she
4: said, that's why I told you to move home.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier. I was, doing, I was doing the dishes earlier and I was thinking about Julia Roberts, of mm. all people. And I thought like, you know, Julia Roberts went through a bad paparazzi phase and a bad like, you know, like, easy, oh, she's not so nice and everything. And I was like, is Lindsay Lohan the first celebrity that the paparazzi actually, like the first major celebrity the paparazzi actually managed to destroy?
0: Well, I like, mean, like, they try. Well, this they is try like a lot. This is like the era of Britney Spears. Right. This is like, you know, I think there was a lot of, I mean, Keira Knightley, like we mentioned, talked right. about how she would had to go into rehab and um, treatment for, you know, eating disorders and all sorts of things like... It's it is no fucking uh, uh, surprise that Lindsay's fucking first single is "Rumors." Hello, from right. her singing career,
1: like <laughs> and and also on the reverse side of that, nobody knows what to do with her because they want to treat her like a little girl and they want to treat her like an adult at the same time too. I found a, a clip of her performing "Rumors" to a room of like nine and ten year old girls and their moms, Jesus. and I was like, that is not the vibe. They guys. don't get it. They this, don't get it. This is not
3: <laughs> who should be hearing this song. Some of the media treating women are just kind of ruthless and incredibly unfair, and there's just this sense of judgment, and that's why there's a lot more stories of, you know, young women coming through the, like, this industry from, like, childhood actors and, and everything, and they kind of are just completely treated unfairly just of like how how they want to be how they're living like a normal person like you said would be like having fun in college going out going to going drinking even like underage drinking in college like that's what normal college people would do right and i feel Trevor like it wasn't an RA he's not allowed to say that i was right too, mean
2: i was
1: behaving badly <laughs> I, was... <laughs> I was a night desk attendant so trust me i
3: probably saw you at some point <laughs> So basically, like this is you're saying all these names and I'm like, yeah, it's they were terrible to Lindsay <laughs> and, and the world was, too. And yeah. like, you mm-hmm. know, no no one's a saint, obviously, but the people reading it and taking all this in, right. obviously. What, but they're made to believe like, oh, this is bad because this is like the little Disney star that yeah. started yeah. Well, to creep into uh, more mature roles and could have kept going, I feel. And,
1: and I think I think part of it is, too, is that people want. People want celebrities and whatnot to to be relatable. So they think if a celebrity falters in any way, mm-hmm. oh, that makes them human and they get some sort of pleasure out of that because they're like, oh, they're just like me in a very dark sort of way. And I I don't blame any specific person for that. That's sort of human nature. Obviously, some people feed off that more than others and it's not great. But I I mean, it also certainly didn't help. And I I don't want to belabor this too much, but we're, you know, we talked about her parents as well. And it was very clear that her parents wanted this celebrity, mm-hmm. not just for their daughter, but for themselves, too. And right. I think it helps push that by having parents who are also like, please, right. we need this spotlight.
0: Right. And I didn't mention this, but she moves to L.A. by herself.
1: Yes. Um, when she is and her mother tells her not to and yeah. I will say that is good mothering right <laughs> that is like
0: the moms her mom Dina said not to but you know she admits she was like listen I had three other kids you know and I was going through a separation for my husband I could not tell her no I couldn't like control her Lindsay went off and did the thing and you know immediately started dating a club promoter was going out all those things whatever um and you know her next movie just my luck, which we talked about in our uh Chris Pine episode. Um, she got paid seven million dollars to make just my luck. And lol, just my luck, like made six million dollars on the opening weekend. Um <laughs> just my luck, uh, you know, we talk a lot about it in our Chris Pine episode, but briefly, you know, is what I think is like the culmination of like expectation. Everyone thinks, you know, she's so bankable and all of this partying and stuff. We talked a little bit about how, you know, her and her, one of her co-stars were just always getting, I mean, it was shot in New York, you know, people were, were always seeing her out. Um, things were just like getting really bad by that point. Um, as far as like her personal life was, you know, not great. Um, things just were falling apart a little bit. Um so finished
3: it, the movie.
4: <laughs> well, <because laughs> this is what I... Though.
2: This is what I really noticed about this uh, watch is obviously I think what you'll say about Lindsay and what most people will agree about with Lindsay is that even though her movie starts to get worse and her personal life goes through all of these um, tumultuous times, when she's on screen, for the most part, there's still a really good draw to her. There's a really solid natural charisma that you're like, I'm still watching, despite everything going on in the background, a very naturally gifted movie star. Yeah. I really felt that in this movie. And then after I watched it, I looked up the the history behind it because, you know, I was 12 when this one came out. But I didn't realize that this is when, like, she first OD'd. And yeah. they had to, like, get her on set the next day to get this movie out. And, you know, I, I don't really even know how to say this, but the fact that she could bring – the be probably the best part of the movie and still very much naturally be Lindsay and enjoyable to watch and just have, it's almost like that metaphor of like the, the duck paddling underwater and you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. So you see on the surface level, it's, it's talented and it's just, you wouldn't think anything really of it, but there's so much going on in the background. That's just tragic and sad and, and in a way unbelievable. Um, but that was what I really took away from this one was it was just nuts. Yeah. That, that's a really good
0: point. AJ, you know, like I, I think as we like after this movie, you know, we're going to get into a lot of stories of how, you know, showing up late to work, not showing up to work at all, you know, not being cast because of.
1: Right. People are stories and and, yeah. Yeah. And some of these she's refuted and she does have her defenders of people that have said, you know, from various across various films Mm -hmm. that have been like, no, it wasn't like this. And some that say it was, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's an interesting thing because it's one of those. We'll never really know the truth, right? Um,
0: the following year, um, she is in a Prey Home Companion by your
1: boy, Gavin. Robert, Robert
0: Altman, baby. How do you feel about *Prey Horn Companion,
1: Gavin? I like it a lot. I think, I mean, I don't think it's a perfect movie, but I think if you're going to go out on a film, there are worse movies to go out on. And it's Robert Altman's final movie and everything. I mean, it's we didn't know all this stuff about Garrison Keillor before then mm-hmm. so it was before he was canceled and, yeah but like i i don't know and i don't think she's bad in it i do think it's funny meryl streep has said and i pulled up the article there is a w magazine article from 2006 and meryl streep um she has some nice things to say yeah it, it's it's funny because You know, the way the story, like, describes Lindsay, too, is she's frazzled. She You know, she wanders in late and is like, I was just followed by, you know, paparazzi here. And Meryl Meryl Streep's like, that's absurd. You know, like, Meryl Streep said, she's in command of the art form, Streep says with high seriousness. Whatever whatever acting is, I don't know what it is. She's in command of it. I think she could do anything she puts her mind to. And Robert Altman even went on to say, Lindsay knew her lines better than we did. Wow. You know, and... And so he uh when they say action, Lindsay is completely visibly living in front of the camera, and that's all anybody really cares about. Yeah, that's, Lindsay,
2: that's where the big conflict comes in, is that she's even in all this tough time, she is so good at what she does.
0: Yeah. yeah. And she said that she like you know, being on that movie was such a powerful learning experience for her. She loved making that movie. Um, and I I think she is always better when she's surrounded by really talented people because yes. she She's lifted even, even
1: in a terrible movie, and we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, I mean
0: because it, like it, Mean Girls, she was surrounded by such good performers, like, yeah. and it brings her up. And so I think same thing happened in this movie. Um, she she mentions that like uh, in one of her like videos that she'd done on YouTube talking about her movies, she was like, me, Lily Tomlin, and Meryl Streep were just ad libbing a lot. And like one day we were just like riffing, riffing, riffing. And all of us just started crying together. She was like, it didn't make it in the movie, but like, I don't know what was going on. But like the magic of Meryl, Lily and me just like was really electric.
4: You know, Wanda took it real hard, didn't she? A week later, she got arrested. For what? You never told me this. Shoplifting. And no. I did tell no, you no, this. she well, No, going senile. You a- didn't me. tell me Yolanda. that. No. She I'm was having a cup of coffee she, in the cafe. She yeah, ordered a glazed she, donut. She, was, she started eating and she got a sugar she rush. A rush she was diagnosed hypoglycemic. And so she forgets she didn't pay for the donut. And she walks out the door. Was it wasn't two minutes. For the red lights are flashing and, and she's in handcuffs. There. And the cameras, the TV camera, oh, the station the came news. right down. It's on the news. I
3: think it's a shame that this couldn't have like catapulted her into more interesting films because this is the most interesting director I think she's probably ever worked with. Like yeah. the, Robert Altman's, like the most interesting director I think on the filmography. That the, there's been some good movies, but this is like, you know, the director. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you think of like filmmakers, well, this
0: is like her era of like trying like more serious indie stuff. Like next up we have Bobby. Um, oh yeah, Which yeah. I remember watching like. In college, I guess. Um, yeah,
1: I saw it in the theater. Yeah, I've never really felt the need to rewatch it. Yeah, I mean, it's a, Sorry, a Lindsay. It's a
0: huge ensemble thing. Amelia Estevez right. directed. Um, she's in it like a little bit. You know, she's not like a huge part of it. Um,
2: she got. It was one of those movies that I watched when I was like going back and watching all the award nominations in certain years. I was like, oh, this movie was nominated for the SAG Award for Best Ensemble and Emotion Picture. And I actually, I mean, I probably watched it when I was in high school, but at the time, I liked it. You, yeah, you know, yeah, I
1: remember you <laughs> <huge> children.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think Lindsay has a really good singing voice. I think her voice she is does. so interesting. It's
0: interesting and weird and like not what you would typically think of as a singing voice, but I like it.
3: She's kind is of she a good- or worse than Hillary Duff though. Who has better she- bangers?
0: Oh if the
2: light is off and it isn't on, Lindsay Lohan's a better singer.
0: You think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lindsay, I think, is a better singer. She has a more interesting Ooh. voice. Hillary is a talented singer, but like, I think Hillary might have more bangers, though. She does like... have a little
2: bit more bangers. Hillary but, has better bangers, yeah. like, she's a better singer.
1: Literally, yeah. too old. I'm aging as this conversation <laughs> yeah. happens.
0: Okay, on the, a really quick aside on the Hillary Lindsay thing, they like were dating the same boys, would so go to like, they would crash, they their... were
2: dating Aaron Carter, yeah, and yeah. They, yes. would,
0: they would crash each R.I.P. other's, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. yeah. yeah. They would crash each other's, like, film premieres just to be, like, bitches to each other. Mm-hmm. I love that drama. That's, like, silly teen girl <laughs> celebrity drama. It's good.
2: they uh, dissed diss each other on SNL. When Lindsay was hosting SNL, she dissed um, Hillary.
4: I invited Hillary Duck to be here with me tonight. So come on out, Hillary. <laughs> yes! I'm glad we're clearing things up. I agree, Lindsay. Our whole feud is so yesterday. <laughs> so!
3: They so resolved it at this point, right? I, I hope mean, so. They must have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I'd be so sad if they had it. They're
0: 36 and 38. It's fine. They're
1: they're truly the Betty Davis and Joan Crawford of our time. <laughs> yeah, hello. Are we getting a new feud miniseries on Ooh, FX?
0: <laughs> please. To get back on track, she does chapter 27. Um, it's, I didn't get through all of it. I was like, wait, Lindsay's in two scenes in here. I'm out of here. Um, I actually think she's pretty decent in the scene that I saw her in. Yeah, she's um, fine but i say no to jared leto on principle
1: yeah i watched <laughs> the full thing i didn't understand i truly didn't understand the point and i think it's really strange that the all of the reviews really praised jared leto's performance and i think it's honestly just because he got like a little heavy set yeah um to to play the role oh and, and they let us
0: know every fucking chance they get they said jared take to, your shirt off take
1: Please. your shirt off um and i mean i read some of the shit he said about having to get fat for that role but he I also know. did it in a really unhealthy way so anyways just dis- disregard that um all the reviews were like, oh, Jared Leto's so amazing. And I was like, no, he's not. He's not letting anybody have any other oxygen in right. any of the scenes he's in. Right. That like voice. He's just
3: literally draining. Sp- yeah. So Sp- I was just like, sure. Sure, Jan. I watched all of this and it was so insufferable. Yeah. yeah. So insufferable. Though, and, and the best part about it is when she realizes like, oh, this guy is very weird. And mm-hmm. then we get to see Lindsay Lohan walking away from Jared Leto. In
0: 2007, we get Georgia Rule, which is perhaps the... Pinnacle of the uh trash heap fire of um her bad behavior. Um and, and 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 not only that, like it spilled out into the public sphere in a very aggressive way. Um a studio executive wrote a letter saying Lindsay was irresponsible and unprofessional, talked about how she was late to set. We talked about this movie in our Jane Fonda episode way back. Yes. Um and, you know, she uh, would would allegedly claim that she, you know, was overheated and stressed and dehydrated. And this fucking executive said, bitch, we know the truth. And you've been partying all night um, and you don't have exhaustion. LOL. Um, so the movie is finished. And... I think
1: now it's it's a lighthearted comedy about child molestation.
0: Oh, the 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 jump scare of the twist in this movie is yeah. so aggressive.
2: This is one of the most fascinating movies I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I really I, need a,
2: I need a definition of fascinating. Yeah, out. yeah
1: <laughs> we, we, we need to explain. <laughs> because on that <laughs> I
2: was like, OK, this is going to be like Hillbilly Elegy or the last song where it's like sending them up to live here for a little while and see how it goes better. And then that line drops about her stepfather 20 minutes into the movie. And I, I was like, what is happening now? Yeah. And then she goes on an adventure with the Mormon boy. Uh-huh. Right? And then this entire back hour is I'm lying. No, I'm not lying. And yep. then
0: it's like, imagine like they said, what if we make the audience like try and guess, is she lying about the rape or not? And like this going this twist the knife over and over and over and over and it's like as an audience member it's so uncomfortable um because you're just like oh i she's a l- awful mean person and like i don't trust her but then it's like but this allegation is so aggressive and so heavy it's it's one of the hardest watches i remember i mean i didn't rewatch it for this just because i was like no i remember um yeah i
3: yeah, think it's uncomfortable an uncomfortable watch i think is a good way of way of putting it yeah. Because it is just a complete misunderstanding of the subject matter. Yes, <laughs> from all accounts, and, and the performances are all kind of terrible. Yeah, but, I yeah. But Lindsay's good. Lindsay's okay. Lindsay's for, for good. What I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say she's
2: good. <laughs> yeah, no, the writing fails good her. As a
1: stretch.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean,
1: okay.
0: I just don't think she. I, yeah, you're right. The writing fails her. But because she doesn't understand the writing, because no one
1: understands the writing, I don't think she knows what to do. Like it's just right. she's very aimless. I think it, she. Like, th- the scene where she tries to walk back the allegation for the first time when she's with Dermot Mulroney. Um, and <laughs> like, it's once again, it's like played for laughs. She's like, I lie about that stuff all the time. And he's like, I called your grandmother and she starts hitting him. And he's like, don't hit me with fish.
4: I just wanted to tell you that all that junk that I said about my stepfather, I made it all up. Sympathy vote. You did? Yeah, I needed to make a point. I lie if it helps make the point. Rachel, I talked to your grandmother about what you
1: told me. Why? I didn't have any choice. I'll take something like that seriously.
4: You stupid
2: ass! Don't hit me with fish.
4: I mean, can't you tell what the truth is? Everybody knows I lie. Nobody believes me.
2: I
1: believe you.
4: Well, you don't count.
2: This movie has no idea what it wants to be. And it's fascinating to see how they go from here's the adventure, uh, the whole part where she's driving with the Mormon boy to her his girlfriend's college. And she's asking for forgiveness. She, she goes, abracadabra, you're forgiven. I was, I, I almost burst water out of my mouth. I was laughing so hard, but then it is just like, Oh, just kidding. This is not a lie. And it actually really happened. This is what the movie's about right now. I'm like, when did I start watching Madge Mickelson in the hunt?
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. It's it's a uh um multiple personalities movie for yeah. sure. But it is uh, one
2: that I argue needs to be seen because I had no idea what I was getting into and I'm think... so happy that I watched
3: it. <laughs> That's fair <laughs> me, because it needs a strong <laughs> Yeah,
2: it's, if I, you
3: like bad movies, I think it's worth watching.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, I would say that AJ um you need s- therapy, babe. <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> I'm so recommend- happy that you watched Georgia Rule. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> I, I can recommend a good psychiatrist that I recently recommended to a set of twins who had to bring their parents back together.
4: <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: um, but it's because of uh, this whole
0: scenario kerfuffle. Like, I don't know the real tea on this, but like-
1: She I- claimed she was late once and Jane Fonda gave her a talking to and that was it.
4: I remember I was like three minutes late to sit and it was like out that I was like three hours late. It was three minutes. (laughs) and She was waiting for me, tapping her foot, being like, Lindsay, we're all waiting. (laughs) I was so embarrassed and never happened again. I just really admired her and I learned so much from her filming this and just being a female on set and how she takes charge and just kind of watching her and Felicity. And I've been really lucky to work with some of the greatest, greatest.
0: Maybe that's correct. I believe Jane Fonda, but like if the executive guy so whatever story was told to him, I can imagine he's calling every fucking executive in town is like, don't fucking hire Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. yeah. No, and, she
1: becomes, and she becomes hard to insure. She's because a liability. She's a liability, you know, constant, not showing up for, for, you know, supposedly not showing up for shoots, getting into car accidents. Like you mentioned the exhaustion.
0: Oh, the next year, I know who killed me. <laughs> um, but again, like it was put on hold because she got her appendix removed. I yeah, I don't
1: know what that's about. And, uh, then, and then she was in rehab while they were shooting it. Yeah. Uh, but because of all of the stuff that happened on the set of Georgia Rule, she goes into rehab and so she's shooting this movie during the day and returning to her rehab facility at night.
0: Yeah. Um, there are a couple of strings of movies. Uh, P.S. We talk about I Know Who Killed Me on
1: um, the draft. What screen drafts? On
0: screen drafts. Me and Gavin were on a marathon <laughs> episode of screen drafts. I'm um, talking about all F rated um cinema score movies. Um this is one of them. Um, I,
1: I will say, and like if 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 you think Georgia Rule is important, I think in order to understand Lindsay L- Lohan as a comedian, I know who killed me. I know who killed it's, me. <laughs> it's up there. Cause it is a stealth comedy. It's pretty gross, yeah. but it is very funny at parts.
3: I don't think it's supposed to be funny though. <laughs> I
4: don't no, think so this, either. This I is, think...
2: I would say, up there for Gangstar Marshall for the funniest sex scene I've seen in a movie. Yes, It's yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: a very funny sex scene. Yeah.
2: The mom
3: cleaning the kitchen like everything's fine. Aggressive. This is not happening.
1: <laughs>
2: and the, the music playing. I'm just like, what am I what watching song, right wait, now? What
3: song was playing again?
1: It was absurd. Oh, I don't remember.
0: I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say it was Evanescence. Evanescence.
1: Um, <laughs> Really uh, sandstorm. Even, even if it's not it is now it is now <laughs> uh
0: yeah uh i know who killed me. i mean i would i would prefer to watching this over george rule i'll just say that
1: i would too i would too, I would too. <laughs> my first watch
2: um i think george rule once is enough i just wanted to experience it you know i needed to hear face down be played as a song unironically mm-hmm, while mm-hmm. she is tracing uh, chasing down those people I'm like why would you choose this song are you aware of a subject matter but i know who killed me honestly I know it gets a ton of shit. I don't think it's like the one out of 10 star movie that everyone claims it to be. I think it is like an okay slasher movie that just gets shat on because Lindsay plays a stripper.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, well, first of all, also, it's a she also plays twins in it, so Hello. there you go, a little parent trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, but I, I think it's it's gotten sort of a reappraisal. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely become more of a cult movie. There are midnight screenings of it every now and then, too, and not just because people think it's bad. So, like, they, yeah. I, I definitely think uh, out of all of her films, weirdly enough, I know who killed me. Is
3: sort of having its day. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the the cinematic tricks that they try and do the the playing with like red yeah. and blue lights are really interesting. I, I think so, that some of
1: them are a little too much. Some of them yeah. are a little like, we get it. You went to film school. You, you read about Eisenstein. Got this, it.
3: This this is a very much I went to film school movie. Like yeah. I I went to I worked a steam back and I uh, <laughs> kind of movie like, OK, OK, buddy. But I, I was I hated it the first half. And then I kind of came a little bit around to it and or at least saw why people liked it. Like the re kind of appraisal appraisal level. it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's a fine watch. I think it's like a funny little Halloween B-movie moment to like have your kicks in the spooky season. Um, There are a couple of movies that like fall apart in this era because of insurance things or people just don't want to work with her anymore. Um, She's continuing on her... Music career as well, but it's also kind of fizzling out. She does um a quick little stint in Ugly Betty. Um, on you might know her from an episode with um Ugly Betty's sister. She talks about how like Lindsay was definitely not well on that stint. Mm. So um there is she's that. worked
1: with her since though.
0: Yes. Oh well in the her next thing, labor pains.
1: Yes, labor pains. uh, uh Labor Pains is, I want to get this out of the way so nobody confuses it by thinking that I'm saying it is a good movie, is a terrible movie. Mm -hmm. It looks like a TV movie, even though it was meant to be released to theaters. Uh, But I will say, this is exactly what you're talking about, a good cast can elevate her. Because I don't think she's terrible in this film, I think she's passable, and I think everybody else is giving actually a really Funny performance. I think Jessica St. Clair is really funny in it. Uh, Cheryl Hines, uh, you're Tracy Ellis Ross? Tracy Ellis Ross. It, it you know, I I think there are, you know, I can't even think of his name, the leading guy, the guy that plays a Lenny Bruce yeah, on Marvelous Miss Maisel.
3: He, he's pretty good in this. He's yeah, good.
1: I think, yeah, I think he was good too. And, but I just it's such a such a bad movie. And that premise that it's based on is is a lie too, nonetheless that you can't be fired while you're pregnant yeah yeah that's the that, it's a movie where she pretends to be pregnant so she doesn't get fired by her boss played by chris Parnell. and it, she's like oh i heard it on a law and order episode that might be true but like it's <laughs> <laughs> not it's not a real thing right. i like looked it up yeah there's no legal it's like, precedent for they it. can't
0: like i think they can't discriminate on hiring people if you're pregnant right right that- that's the thing. Like, if you're pregnant,
3: they right. can fucking fire you. Bitch. Yeah. Go here. There's, I think this has, I don't think it's a good movie. And I, <laughs> this is the first time I've seen it. I
1: like that we're all like, right. okay, listen. Movie.
3: But but I think this is a moment where the premise, maybe change it so it's not like she's avoiding getting fired. But, okay, we have to fake a pregnancy. That's an interesting enough uh, premise that you can have some, like, really interesting comedic moments the I think the scene where she goes to the birthing class, I actually thought that was kind of funny. Yeah,
4: yeah. It was like, was, I was embarrassed to career. laugh at it,
3: but I'm like, this is funny. Like, yeah. just, it's very weird and random, but kind of fucking funny.
4: Now, why don't you whisper something special to her, okay? Something that only you two would share in this private moment. It could be funny, could be naughty. <laughs> I'm not listening let that relaxation wash over you I'm so
2: sorry about
4: this yeah, it's you know you don't have to stroke my hair okay. it's fine sorry. yeah uh you know you can lean back if you want I, I can I can tell you're kind of straining yeah I am great
0: yeah the movie was made for theaters it ends up being an ABC family movie Uh,
1: I don't know how I watching that movie. I was like, How was this? I was like, This is sitcom lighting, baby. Yeah, like I was like, This is not a big like they like, they're not theaters in New York that would give this a week long run. No, I don't understand. No,
0: no, they yeah, it 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 was supposed to kind of be her like comeback, which is weird because like literally she had you know only been gone away. Yeah, she was (laughs) gone for like maybe two years, maybe. Um, but in this time, you know, she was in and out of rehab. Um, it's if if you go back and remember like the shots that they played on entertainment tonight of her like in the courtroom crying yeah. she was sentenced to 90 days in jail
1: she, yeah she only spent two I, weeks but hard, hard, yeah. st- hard stuff hard stuff i'm not putting any clips just for our audience to know i'm not putting any clips of her courtroom stuff in this episode it's available if you want to see it it's very voyeuristic yeah yeah that's my opinion um
0: in 2010 she's in machete um which we talked about this for our um robert rodriguez episode
2: granted i was 16 when machete came out and yes i have a poster of michelle rodriguez in my childhood bedroom to this day from that movie (laughs) Uh, but man Lindsay lohan i thought perfect role perfect performance in that movie really quick like just just i feel like that was who she was and she almost embraced it in a way I don't think it did any damage to her. I think it was a little bit embracing of where she was and it was it was a quick almost cameo level role and I just I liked it.
4: Sister, give me my last rights. In the name of my father. My my father. People. Forgot the rest.
0: Coming closer to like the present, like as Lindsay, and she said in interview, she's like, Oh, you just can't take yourself that seriously. And I'm like, Yes, bitch, lean into that. Because I think for a lot of the millennium, she was taking herself very seriously. Um, and I think learning that like it isn't that serious, and you can like poke fun at yourself and like be self-aware um and be in on the joke, um only does good things for her. Um, but yeah i I mean she's a lot of sad quotes and sad interviews during this era talking about how she wants her career back how she says she knows she can do better um it's she goes to rehab six times um you know she's arrested for theft parole violations um it's 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 tough stuff um she has a little tip spots here and there. She's on Glee as herself. Um, it's not really until 2012 when she is in Liz and Dick for the Lifetime movie. Even that movie was uh, that casting. People were like, oh, shit, like, no, like, that's a bad idea. Like, she's th- not well enough to do this role. Um, and there was some drama on the production of this movie. And it was tough going. Um
1: I think this is sort of the era, and I'm, I, I I agree with what you're saying. Is I think, I think this is an era of sort of bad faith casting. Mm-hmm. I think people see her as a way to enhance press. the press interest of the project that they have created. And I think you know between this and the canyons, it's sort of stunt casting because they what they're doing is they're not casting Lindsay Lohan; they're casting the baggage yep. that comes with her mm-hmm. and and i i think both of those things gamble
3: on that and both of them lose you think of like some actors or um celebrities that have like maybe a small era where there's like this a two part a two year era where they have some trouble and there's a whole sort of press circuit but then they make their comeback and or even a little bit longer but this is from like 2006 to 2013 2014 even it, it's It's a crazy long period that we were talking in 2006 when she was showing up late to set for just my luck or 2005, even when she might have been making it just this is 2010. That's just crazy. And she's still getting still having some issues with this. And it goes beyond. So no, it's just it's just I feel so bad. Yeah, I mean, like
0: okay, she has fully admitted and said that she is an addict. She's an alcoholic.
4: That in the past was a gateway to other things for me. Um, Other things like? I'd never abused, I tried cocaine with alcohol. Mm-hmm. And I'd never That's
3: done when those you were arrested the first laundry.
4: time, correct? Yeah, possession, yeah, with, I with, had with possession, it. yes. Okay. Um, and then and I read that you'd said that you really hadn't done cocaine but three or four times. I really hadn't done it. I really haven't done it more than 10 to 15 times. Of course I said three or four. I was terrified mm-hmm. of judging, being judged. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is the truth? I've done it like 10 to 15 times. Um, and do you it's enjoy always, doing it? Everything's come. Do you enjoy no. doing it? Mm-hmm. No, it never so felt why do you good do the it? next day. Never, Because it allowed me to drink more. I think that's why I did it.
0: She was just not well. And and you're totally right, Gavin. I think these two um, um, projects, uh, Liz and Dick and The Canyons, they were banking on, you know, well, we'll get eyeballs on these projects if we have, you know, if we show people like the bad behavior and and she clearly wasn't ready but i think again she loves working and she was desperate for work um
1: and, and, and hey like it was you know they really pushed her on liz and dick because it was a 20 day shoot yeah 20 mm. 20 days for a period movie and it's funny because she talks now she's like i did that netflix movie and we did it over like six the, weeks like six weeks and she's like, movies are made so fast nowadays. And it's like, baby, do you not remember Liz and Dick? You did that in 20. 20- like she was back in the hospital for exhaustion.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, she was in almost every scene in that. Yes.
1: Yes. uh I think Liz
0: and Dick is horrendous. And yeah, yeah. I, I, to your point, uh, AJ, I think like, this is one of the movies where I'm like, the star feels dimmer. Like it, yeah, and she got into like a car wreck, and and instead of like taking time, she just told them to like fucking put makeup on her to cover the bruising and mm-hmm. like, yeah. sorry, sweetie, but like the budget was not there to like light you and cover those up. Well, I mean, she looks haunted in this movie. Um, yeah,
2: I I completely agree. the The thing I'll say is like I was never I've never seen any Lifetime movies. I think this was my first one. It, it seemed like. <laughs> She, w- I feel like the movie itself was trying something. Uh, you know, it wasn't great. I, I thought it was just trying something, like with the the shots in the room with them, like reflecting yeah. on their past. Like that was a, that was a choice. I want to give some credit there. But yeah, this is. I agree. This was the one watch that I said, yeah, this. She does not have her aura in this
1: movie. She's and, off- and I will, I will go to bat. And I, I've said this many times on this show before. Even even when they're terrible and some of them are, the worst rock bottom. But no one sets out to make a bad movie. And I'm going to put a pin in that because I'm going to come back to that later. But I I think nobody sets out, especially lifetime movies are made very quickly. They're made on very low budgets. They have to stretch those budgets. And, and I think, you know, there, there is a lot of love that goes into them. So I would never bespurge something just because it is a lifetime movie. I've seen, some decent Lifetime movies out there, and, and I do think, it, you know, people put a lot of love into them. This one isn't it, you know, it, it it just isn't, it doesn't hit, it's not, the script wasn't there, the acting's not there, the lighting's not there, you know, but I but you know I don't want anybody to think that we're just like anti-lifetime movies. Yeah, Yeah, because I think I think this. I the one praise I'll give to it is I think this movie looks better as a movie
3: than uh, Labor Pains. But once again, I enjoyed Labor
1: Pains so much more. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Labor
3: Pains also just like a very independent, very low budget comedy, which it's it's almost like it feels like someone's first feature. Mm Yeah, which which you know what are you going to do there? But this is this is. I've never seen a Lifetime movie ever. It felt we've seen a bunch. For I'm sure show. you have. That's why you know more than I do. But it just felt like a bunch of scenes kind of strung together yeah. with no real uh, glue yeah. or anything that that takes yeah, us very, there.
1: It's very tabloid. I, yeah. I think I I think I referred to it in my review, my like letterbox review, as it's like, um, you know, like tabloid voyeurism disguised as camp. Yeah, I don't think I know, follow you on Letterboxd. So I'll have to change that. It sounds um, great. <laughs> I'm letter, very snarky there. You Letterboxd
0: <laughs> nerds. Um, <laughs> the next year she does The Canyons, which um, is like a wannabe provocative indie film that was directed by Paul Schrader, written by Brett Easton Ellis, and Lindsay was like really excited to be working with like auteurs, auteurs but yeah, she was paid $100 a day and was promised um, profits from the movie because it was made on a micro budget. Um, there is a very unflattering um, article in from The New York Times magazine when this came out, and it's literally called like, here's what happens when you cast Lindsay Lohan in your movie.
1: Yes, there. Paul Schrader went on to write a a thing for film comment called, you know, casting the stars, and
0: yeah, and it's
1: every everybody uses it as like a way to. And once again, this is what I like. I don't have any ill will against Paul Schrader. I really like him, and I really like a lot of his movies. But Mm -hmm. I think all in bad faith. I think you know. And listen, this I don't. I don't want to end up talking too much about the canyons if we can help it. But like. this is a bad script to begin with. This is a bad, like this movie looks bad. Like, I don't think she's the problem here. I think she's actually very good. I think, I think she's very good in it too. James Dean, who is also in real life. Let's, you know, let's get into it. Been accused of rape, been accused of sexual assault, been accused of physical assault, like, and can't act. Yeah. (laughs) And like, is, is the lead guy in this movie. Yeah.
0: I, I, there's, there's a scene in this where, Paul Dean like is kind of beating up on her. James Dean, James. James, Dean. Not, what the fuck did I say Paul Dean? What the fuck?
1: Yeah, Paula Dean. Paula, Paula Dean. <laughs> Paul Dean is beating up Lindsay Lohan <laughs> in Blood <and> Oil.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> James Dean is like kind of beating up on Lindsay's character and she looks terrified. I mean, she yeah. and this movie is horrible, but she really does give I think a pretty good performance and um feels lived in, feels real.
4: Christian Yes. why find is it? my phone in your drawer? Yeah, Christian, why was? Would... <gasps> it, Christian. Why Christy? was my phone? I know about you and Ryan. You fucking lying bitch. Are you gonna fucking admit it? Are you? Oh, are you gonna
2: admit after I beat the fucking shit out of you? You fucking lied to me. Please. I trusted you, and you lied to Christy, me.
4: Christy, you Jesus. lied. Please.
1: Paul Schrader has said that the the his problem with her is he's like she's very good, but she she's one of those people that, like Marilyn Monroe, believes she has to feel what her characters are feeling. Yeah. So it's really unpleasant to be around. And like, if that's true, then yeah, like she is giving an absolutely amazing performance in that scene because I'm sure it was terrifying to be around.
3: If that's true, a lot of these films are are very. Disturbing yeah. with that context, especially like I know who killed me. Um, right. Yep. Uh, uh, Georgia rule. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Like
0: I mean, like, there, in the article, they say, that, you know, there's a, a moment where she's supposed to be crying, and the reporters, like, any actress, will, like, put some Visine in, let's go. That Lindsay went to a room and, like, was in there for, like, a good hour and, like, was working herself up, crying and screaming and then came out and shot the thing. And it's like, to your point, Gavin, like she feels like she needs to really be in it to do the thing, Um, which is so um, painful and like unhealthy, I think, like to put a human being in those states. Um, Also just PS, The Canyons is like a garbage movie about like, I don't know, polyamory, sex, allegedly. I don't, I don't.
1: Stalking, jealousy, mm-hmm. like. Yeah,
0: it's, it wants to be provocative, but like, I'm sorry.
1: It's, that's Brett Easton Ellis's career, right there. It's, it really wants very hard to be provocative.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, the, it's so hand fisted to be like, yeah, our movie's like really interesting when you're like casting a literal porn star and Lindsay Lohan is your leads. It's so transparent, you know, like. Right. Oh, I see what you're doing there. Um. So the Canyons, yeah, that comes out in what 2013. 13. Um, and that's kind of like the last we see of her for a while. Um, you know, Oprah does the really famous interview where she's like, I want you to win, I want you to get better. Um, they do an eight series or an eight-part docuseries on own where Again, Lindsay's behavior is, like, really, like, unsteady, rocking on, like, am I going to, is she going to do it?
4: And do you feel like you grew up in a broken home? But how do you think um, of
0: how you grew up?
4: It was, we could have five cars and everything that we wanted and a beautiful home. And then when was it, within a three-month span, I'm like, oh, just waiting for Dad to up and not come home for three nights again. So it was always very up and down. Nothing was ever, yeah, it was really rocky. And, and then you know, oh, we can't have friends over today because dad's, you know, maybe going to come back and right. freak out. and Right.
0: Eventually she fucking just like takes off and she moves to Dubai and, and paparazzi is illegal in Dubai um, and she's chilling and, and she gets married, um, kind of gets us to like now um,
1: I, I do want to mention in 2014, she does do Speed the Plow in England. That's uh, right. A play. Oh. And, I, and, and I just want to mention it because she's doing, because we did a Madonna episode. She's doing the role that Madonna originated in the original production of Speed the Plow. And I think that's an interesting comparison there is the Madonna to the Lindsay Lohans of it all. Yeah. That's... But uh, she doesn't get great reviews. Right. But neither did Madonna. So. So how about that? She's like, Madonna. I guess I'm just trying to like speed up towards like
0: the president. Yeah. And she's, you know back doing the rounds like we mentioned for falling for christmas now available now on netflix um she has you know and we can talk more about what's coming up next in the our fast forward but um really quickly you know she's done a lot of like other things including fashion stuff um she had a famously had a nightclub in in mykonos um and uh, that is i think it's still named the lohan beach club but she is no longer affiliated with it right um there is an mtv show about it um she launched a podcast this year um she i uh, wonder if she'll have us
1: as guests <laughs> not not <anymore. laughs> no, have yet. you tried to listen to it
0: <laughs> the the no. audio quality is shockingly bad shockingly oh, really? bad audio quality.
1: yes wow. i i tried I tried listening to the episode. This episode better have pristine audio quality. Now that you have said that, you've shot us in the foot.
3: <laughs> no, but like it's lean into the mic here.
0: <laughs> I tried listening to the episode with her and her sister and like me being like just doing this show, I'm like, "Oh, was her audio so bad that they used her sister's audio because the sister sounds better than Lindsay does?" Um anyway, she got married this year to a fancy financier dude um who's not in the big Is Um, she you know is on the men's with her family by all um, accounts it seems like things are better she's talked about wanting to direct make more music Um, so all good things Um, I guess that wraps up our rewind though yeah so I think now it's time for us to um, talk about our picks so let's do our one star reviews first AJ, Trevor, we'll let you fight it out. But as our guests, you guys get to go first and tell us what your one-star review is of Lindsay
3: Lohan. Go uh, ahead, Trevor. Oh, I go first? I'll concede. <laughs> I, I was, I got, I, there's a couple in here that I was sort of fighting between. I'm like, what is like the the one that that gets it? And, and to me, it's, I think it's probably Georgia Rule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While I do think it's a fascinating watch, this movie is I'm gonna love watching you two fight. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is just frustratingly embarrassing. Uh-huh. It's it's just the how did they think that this was like saying something interesting or relevant with the star-studded cast and yeah. production team behind it? It's yeah. kind of like a colossal failure on all accounts with what they had going for it. And also, I think that this is such an easy premise to get somewhat decent. You look at like Secondhand Lions, which is just like kind of this fun little family movie. And it's not like amazing, but AJ, I don't know what you think of Excuse Secondhand me. Lions. Secondhand Lions is a masterpiece. So Secondhand <laughs> Lions is a masterpiece, but... <laughs> and it doesn't have like the, it doesn't have all of this going for it, but... I just was so frustrated, even though I was laughing the whole time during this movie. I think it's a terrible movie for terrible people. And that is yeah. my one-star reveal of Georgia Rule.
4: Let me put this a different way, because you're not really getting it right now. If you call me a name, if you throw something at me ever again, if I see you talking to Harlan, yelling at Harlan, having anything at all to do with Harlan, I will find all of your boyfriends and I will fuck them stupid.
2: The worst movie that I watched in my rewatch don't hate me is falling for christmas oh shit <laughs> I, I was just watching it and, and i was like this is the most generic bull crap i've ever seen in my entire life and again i don't watch hallmark movies so for all i know this is what all hallmark, hallmark movies is and this is like an a on the tier list of hallmark movies for christmas but you're, yeah you're man. right man <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I mean, just the that influencer boyfriend was just obnoxious. The uh, it was so ro- you knew how every single thing was going to happen before it happened. And I want to preface it by saying Lindsay was fine. I'm very happy that she seems happy. I'm very happy to have her back. I love listening to her sing Jingle Bell Rock again. And I hope that, and we'll talk about this in the moving forward, that this is a springboard to show that she can still act. She can still deliver. She can still sing and has better things to come. But my God, what a waste of an hour and however long this was. This movie wow. was. It was
1: terrible. I love this. Wow. Before uh, before I announce my pick, because I I assumed we, we would talk about this in the fast forward, and I'm sure we will. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take my pin out now. On on Uh-oh. I don't think people Uh-oh. I don't think people set out to make bad movies. Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. there is such a market for Christmas movies. There- there's such a a want of of plethora of Christmas movies, and because we live in a country that's just obsessed with the idea that like Christmas is not religious. It's a secular thing. And it's about gifts and that people will put whatever shit they want out as a Christmas movie. As long as there's a Christmas song and there's some sleigh bells. And this is a prime example of this. This is barely a movie. God damn. I it. hated it. <laughs> and I, I am not like Louie. I have a hard time turning off a movie, even if I'm enjoying it. I got 50 minutes in. I couldn't do it. I literally would rather have died. Than wow. Continue that movie.
2: Wow. But how
3: do you know if they I got had, together in the end? So, yeah, well, Gavin, let me I say. D- I
1: don't care.
2: Gavin, I, don't. I will say it comes together a little bit towards the end. And I was like very dead set on giving this like one star, half a star in letterbox. In the end, like, all right, I'll give it one and a half for, for whatever that's worth. It did kind of get a little bit better. But everything that you just said completely plus one you.
4: Oh. I'm wearing going oh. 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 oh, my God.
0: I am so sorry. I didn't see you there.
4: My Yagi. Oh,
0: I would happily pay for your dry cleaning or get some club soda. What up, it's crazy. Really...
4: Oh,
2: no, not the Yagi. <gasps> oh, you're making
4: worse.
1: It frustrates me so much because I tweeted, like, vaguely about how much, like, Christmas, like, and somebody was like, well, sometimes people just want to have fun. And it's like, that's not a thing. It's <laughs> like, that's not a, like, then, I, don't I don't know. know
3: write a book, touch some grass, I don't know. I had such a good time watching this movie, and maybe it was the bottle of wine that I had with it, but... That's how you're supposed to watch the movie. It was really late at night, and I just was like, I was on some, like, level of, like, it's Lexi!
1: She's back! Uh Uh-huh. And I, Uh I... That's the...
3: I'll get to it in the fast forward, but like,
1: I think that's that's part of it. If this is what if this is what everybody wants her oh. in, she's back. Then you guys actually hate her. I don't even like. <laughs> yes. yes. I don't even like
3: Christmas <laughs> movies that much. I, there's like four Christmas movies I'll watch, and the rest of them are just fine. And AJ knows this. AJ loves any and all things that have to do with like fun Christmas I holiday love things. Christmas
2: movies. Love and I'm them. like, you can, love
3: Christmas movies, but hated this movie. Absolutely wow there's there's not enough hanukkah movies or you know anything else (laughs) so i just want those and and there's like one that we can do wow
1: Um, anyways regardless that is not my one star (laughs) because i did think she was that terrible in it i think she was fine but like she wasn't given anything and nobody was given anything in that anyways (laughs) my one star review is clearly liz and dick Um, 2012's liz and dick and you know, I I have said on the show many times that I don't think Elizabeth Taylor is as bad of an actress as many people make her out to be. But I, I do think that she had her moments, you know, where she's not great. Um, I don't think it's fair <laughs> to, to have Lindsay portray her this way because it's truly kind of painful to watch. I mean, she's yep. not, you know, she, I think part of it is, is her. She's supposed to be so heightened in almost every scene that she's in her and, and, and um, Richard Burton, Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton had this very contentious relationship where they they would fight back and forth, whether they were private, whether they're public. And this movie like heightens it to a level that's almost comedic. Like they make a joke out of it. In fact, when, you know, when the, the, who's afraid of Virginia, Virginia Wolf is pitched to them as an idea. And the, writers like oh i don't i don't think you would be good for the roles and they stage a fight in front of him
3: and
4: i can't imagine the two of you fighting
3: <laughs> oh
1: well do you hear that
2: my little sugar toss you can't imagine us fighting
4: well it doesn't matter because why would anyone hire a vomiting vat of vodka like well at yourself? least when i
0: vomit i make mellifluous sounds unlike your little
3: mouse crap squeaks oh mellifluous. yes
4: mellifluous. what was he some roman homosexual that you bugger
3: <laughs> Malouf Lewis, bring me my wine
0: That's
1: wonderful, darling
4: So? I... See, you have to understand We enjoy fighting <laughs> We really do We're masters of the art
1: It doesn't bring anything new to the table And like, like I said, I, I think this is, you know Tabloid Sleaze disguised as camp I think they cast people that they would knew Would give bigger than life performances So they could pass it off as Like, oh, but isn't this campy? Don't you enjoy? But it's like Just it's a cheap tell-all, and it doesn't give you any insight into the who these people are, what their lives were like. You know, it's a cheap tell-all, but
0: tells us nothing.
1: (laughs) Like tells us nothing. Yeah. Also, I
0: I found it so distracting. I actually, I mean, I think she looked good. I mean, sure.
1: Yeah, I thought you, and actually, I think the you know Liz Taylor, one of the few people on earth who has naturally violet eyes, and the violet contacts they gave Lindsay looked great. I just didn't understand. I was like
0: Grant. Bowler who plays Burton yeah is so much older than Lindsay and it's such a weird like and she's she plays Liz Taylor from like you know Cleopatra to like he fucking dies
1: yeah to like 80s Buffon. yeah I I will say the movie is ballsy because it does posit what if in fact Richard Burton was not a good actor Mm -hmm. because there's one part where she goes to see him in Hamlet and he's like and the rest is Silence. Uh-huh.
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and I was like, what is this production of Hamlet?
0: I love how he like never gets an Oscar
2: and he's so bad yeah, about she it. She keeps winning Oscars <laughs> and he can't. He can't get an Oscar. And he she's like,
1: get it up. I mean an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Very right, bad. <laughs> you um, can have mine. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Gag. Uh yeah, I agree, Gavin. That's my one-star review as well. Um, and I, you know, I don't think there's much more to say. It's just a sad watch. I also thought about uh, it's fucking weird like the whole movie thinks it's doing something by being like she kept his letters after he died. I'm like, okay, cool. Like what? What is that? Yeah. Mean? And also like the frame of this movie is the two of them reminiscing on a sound stage and it they're hor- they're horrible. But like, and then I was like, wait, but he died, and at the end they're holding hands on the soundstage. I'm like, how?
1: Yeah, it's it like posits that whatever this interview is is actually some sort of otherworldly, like right. looking back. I thought because he's like, he's like, oh, chest pains got me in the end and uh, died in my bed, and right. it's like, wait, what?
0: I thought that he was gonna fucking like dissipate and shit, but like maybe that yeah. was out of the maybe that wasn't in the budget. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I am am happy to not be a Grinch and um, not talk shit about (laughs) falling for Christmas. Um, But yeah, okay, that's enough uh, garbage. Let's move on to our five-star reviews.
3: So I thought I was very easily going to pick one movie for this. um, And on rewatches, I was actually way higher than I've ever been on this movie and I I just I, thought you, I thought
0: you were going to say I was way higher than I've ever been and I was like wow how high were you
3: <laughs> <laughs> 100 feet high <laughs> Okay Um the reason why I like this movie so much is I think her performance going against someone as talented as Jamie Lee Curtis It's Freaky Friday by the way is my five star review I just think she brings exactly what Jamie Lee Curtis brings and brings it right back and they're just playing off each other so well. That is just so much fun to watch them. I think it's a feel-good movie with some very racist jokes in there, mm-hmm. some very ageist jokes in there. Just a, a dated movie in terms of some humor. But in the end, you have some things that are pushing some boundaries. I don't know how, I'm, how long I'm supposed to talk about this. <laughs> I want to give it some praise. <laughs> but I, there's there's a – I think the they don't fall in line with the trope where – the like fiance guy is all is secretly like a crappy an person. Yeah. yeah. Secretly an asshole. He's like a genuinely wholesome person. And I've just like never seen that where he's like trying to work with Anna and he's so patient and it's, it's very wholesome in the scene where the brother is talking with Jamie Lee Curtis and he wrote the little essay for his sister. It's like so sweet. I I had a, I have an older sister and we fought like exactly like in this movie. But like we, deep down, did we she care also about switched each other. places with your mom. Oh, I wouldn't have been surprised if at one point they did. They they were <laughs> they, they had a very similar relationship at times. I think you're right, though, because like and again,
0: this goes back to like steel sharpens steel. And I think Jamie Lee Curtis and her like they lift each other up and she rose to the occasion. And um, yeah. And again, like it's really early in her career. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great pick.
1: I, I have famously said that I don't like Jamie Lee Curtis's performance in this movie, but I do like Lindsay Lohan's performance. I do think she's actually really great um, because she she has the harder role, especially with the way the movie is written, because the movie seems to think that teenagers are suffering from some sort of mental illness, <laughs> the way Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis plays um, Lindsay Lohan. But I, I think... Yeah, I, I. Yeah, she's a playing against type. She's
0: playing like yeah, the stern mean girl. Um, L O L mean girls.
4: What is this? What have you done to my Mom, ear? it's an earring. Take it out. Take it out right now. No, it looks cool. Oh, don't start with me. And those clothes are going back first thing tomorrow. Why? Everyone likes them. You look great. I look like Stevie Nicks. Who's he?
2: <sighs> Gavin, I'm actually the other angle on that because oh, really? I don't. I don't think Lindsay's as good in this movie as Jamie Lee. I think of the scene where she's
1: like, is that a tone? Are you using a tone with me? And I'm, Which okay. is so <laughs> funny because I think of the, the like when she's on the talk show as her mom and she's just kind of like, I'm wild. Like, oh, I'm a teenager. And I'm okay. just like, what is I
4: don't happening? Know. I,
2: I just think part of the Jamie Lee Curtis performance is a lot of fun. And I think she's not taking it too seriously. Whereas I think Lindsay Lohan's trying to take it a little bit too seriously. And I think that almost attracts for me. But well, yes, yeah, a good point. Is that the, a
1: tone? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs>
2: um, man, I, 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 I'm i so glad you mentioned that, uh, Trevor, because I have a different five-star review. But I feel like what's, we started doing this podcast in 2020, and we, we watched, I watched both these movies in 2020. I've only watched The Parent Trap once since we've done the podcast, and I've watched Freaky Friday every year since then. So wow. even though I watch Freaky Friday more often, I do think my five-star review is going to go to The Parent Trap. And a little bit more of a story behind it is just because I had to work to see this movie. Trevor's heard this story before, so I apologize. But there was one day when I was um, with my family, there was like a bunch of us were away on Cape Cod for a weekend. And I was only, sorry to age myself again, like three or four when this movie came out. And all of my older cousins got to go see this movie in the movie theater, and I didn't get to go. And I am to this day still frigging livid that I could not go see this movie. But then I started to piece it together and catch scenes on like ABC Family and Disney Channel. And then I got the DVD, and it just rapidly became one of the most important movies to my childhood. Watching this movie with my parents whenever it was on. Uh, I mean, just thinking about my mother laughing at the scenes with Jesse uh, and Martin. Any scene with Chessie, she she should have gotten a frigging Oscar nomination for this movie. (laughs)
0: Uh,
2: And and Lindsay Lohan specifically. I mean, she has to pull off four different accents. She's living this. There's so much wish fulfillment about adventure and figuring out you have a twin. And even for me, like I never went to sleepaway camp growing up and going to sleepaway camp. There's a lot of fun, a lot of wish fulfillment. The music is great. Alan Silvestri is such a great composer. And yeah, I I have to go with Parent Trap just on principle. Sorry, Lindsay, you peaked early, but hope that it's not the case forever.
0: AJ, are you telling us that you were born in 1995? Uh, actually, 1994. Okay, well. So it's I, been I such a pleasure, pleasure having you on. Thank <laughs> you very
1: much for coming on. Um, wow. the uh, A child. No,
0: it, Our first child it, on the it, podcast.
2: It, it, <laughs> uh, Trevor's um, younger. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, my God. I am now. <laughs> <laughs> the,
2: uh,
1: the five o'clock shadow hides it. Throws uh, off. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a really fantastic performance, and it is really difficult. She's mentioned, you know, this movie took, like, eight months to film. And, you know, there's certain scenes in the movies that took six hours altogether because she had to keep changing back and forth between the outfits. And, and yeah, I, I think it's asking a lot of somebody at that age to be able to pull off a performance of this caliber uh, when you could just cash twins. And, uh, but I guess that takes the fun out of it. But I, I agree. I think she's really fantastic in this movie. So I think it's a really good pick.
0: I'm going to skip my turn because my pick is also the parent trap. I think uh, it's just, I I rewatched it and I'm like, she is so free and pure and like funny like there's the moment that I always think of is when um she has played the prank on the little British sister and like they're in the cabin and like there's like the balloons and the feathers and whatever and she's screaming and then the girl outside she's like the throwaway line of like thank you very much it's (laughs) (laughs) well thank you thank you very much it's just so good I mean what a stupid line but she really fucking kills it
4: that girl is without a doubt the lowest most awful creature that ever walked the planet thank you thank you very much
0: (laughs) i also think like even when she finally has to tell her mom like i'm not hallie i'm annie like yeah those moments are really really good um she's she gets to do a lot and again she's 10 years old like and i famously hate children actors but like yeah. Lindsay's very good in this um so yeah my five star reviews parent shop as well
1: i think i'm probably more generic than than everybody else because i think there's maybe not a better performance in her entire career than mean girls uh and and i i think you know for all the reasons that were said earlier is because she gets to kind of play the straight man in the movie she gets to kind of play the outsider who's able to observe it all and take it all in. and Everybody else gets to be the sort of bigger characters. And she doesn't have that pressure on her to be this, you know, crazy performer. And I think had she played Regina George, she would have had to have exerted that. I don't think it's a, a, out of her wheelhouse. I just don't think she would have been anywhere near as good as Rich McAdams is. Because Rachel McAdams is so fucking good, she's so, so good. good. So You can go <laughs> but, shave your back now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I will say, and and I don't, I don't mean to be negative. I, I think, and I think we've touched on this already. So I don't think I'm, I'm telling tales out of school. I, I sort of agree with Louis because last week we were talking about Sigourney Weaver, and you were like, oh, she gets too big too quickly sometimes. I do think Lindsay has that issue. I think Lindsay has sort of never progressed beyond you know being a a child actor and i don't mean that terribly negatively but just i think there is a a ceiling to the things that she can do you know she she has a range and it needs to land within that range for her to be really amazing and so i think mean girls has that i think parent trap has that uh you know i i i agree i i think you know the the she's edging towards the outer limits of it in freaky friday but i agree that she's she's in that range area and so i don't know i think that makes a perfect movie i don't want to talk to it every every literally every human alive has seen mean girls at right. this point i mean if you've ever seen an episode of rupaul's drag race you've stayed to watch mean girls afterwards so <laughs> yes uh, yes the, the uh, so you know uh yeah I, I, I think it's interesting blown away that there's a sequel <laughs> but anyways she never like took
0: proper like <clears throat> acting school lesson things right right? and like so that's why to me when i'm like when i hear stories about her punishing herself to get into the zone to like act a dramatic Mm -hmm. scene it's like it to me it reads like you said like as a child actor you would do that right like or to someone like not to like but like i think about our viola davis episode or and, and she talks a lot about like how in school, you learn how to do all these things so you don't have to be the asshole on set that like needs to fucking like, do all these crazy things to get the performance you want out of yourself. Um, and so part of me wonders like, if Lindsay would benefit from... Because I think she has all this natural, raw talent. Uh, right. And, clear- and and
1: and I completely agree with what AJ said earlier. There, it's like charisma there. There is a, a magnetism when you see her on screen. It's very clear she's a star, but I still think she could be a better performer.
3: She needs a little bit molding, mm-hmm. a little
0: bit more refinement.
3: So the, the one thing I, I will say on Mean Girls specifically, just to kind of wrap it up there, and, and I don't think I've said much on Mean Girls yet, but I I want to I want I love Mean Girls obviously, and that's the one I thought I was going to come out on top. I was like, oh, it's obviously Mean Girls, it's so good. Um, and this is the three I think her three best movies. Is yeah, Freaky we Friday. got the Trinity. There you yeah, go. Yeah, we got the Trinity, <laughs> the, the Holy Trinity of Lohan. Um,
1: the, it's sh- low by the way. Don't you guys follow her on TikTok? Uh, no one cares.
3: If you're a celebrity, we're gonna call you what we. As the culture decided to call you. (laughs) (laughs) So she, I think Gavin, you said that this was her first non-Disney movie and she's coming out of that innocence of like Disney. And I feel like that's her character in the movie. And I kind of just realized that that is sort of her journey is coming out of this innocence of kind of a sheltered uh, picture perfect life uh, with her family. And then she goes into high school, the worst place on earth. (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> no that's a that's a really astute point actually yeah.
1: yeah it it really is that sort of like shedding of that disney skin
4: I'm sorry, I can explain. Ugh. Explain how you forgot to invite us to your party? Janice, I cannot stop this car. I have a curfew. You know I couldn't invite you. I had to pretend to be plastic. <laughs> Buddy, you're not pretending anymore. You're plastic. Cold, shiny, hard plastic.
1: Curfew, 1 AM. and It is now 1 Did you have an awesome time?
4: Did you drink awesome shooters and listen to awesome music and then just sit around and soak up each other's awesomeness? You know what? You're the one who made me like this, so you could use me for your eighth grade revenge. God, see? At least Me and Regina George know we're mean. You try to act like you're so innocent. Like, oh, I used to live in Africa with all the little birdies and the little monkeys. You know what? It's not my fault you're, like, in love with me or something. What?
3: Oh, no, she did not. I think this is why Lindsay Lohan is such a great pick for a blend of our our shows is because a lot of folks our ages or slightly older, a little bit younger kind of grew up with her. And I think a lot of people grew up watching that movie. Like not just, Oh, I grew up watching that when they saw this movie, they grew up, they aged, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they matured. Yeah. It was the moment of like, you know, getting
0: to high school or graduating from Disney channel. Like, yeah, exactly. it's, I say this all the time on the show, like movies can be good and bad, whatever. But like, if it, hits you at the right time, it means something, and that is just as important. And I think this movie, fortunately, hit a lot of people at at the right time and is really excellent. So um, that's just an added benefit. Um, Okay, before we get out of here, let's do our mixed reviews review. My one-star review was 2012's Liz and Dick,
3: which was also my one-star review. My one-star review was Georgia Rule, or Georgia Does Not Rule. because it's (laughs) Okay.
2: And my one star review was the uh, modern Netflix classic Falling for Christmas. Wow.
0: Unprecedented.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: my five star review was 1998's The Parent Trap, as was mine.
1: My five star review was 2004's Mean Girls. My five star review was Freaky Friday from 2003. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
0: Amazing. <laughs> uh, let's get into our fast forward. So we're in the middle of the alleged lohanasance Even though she has kind of like prickled at that uh, term, she's not like really vibing with this whole comeback vibe. I think she's yeah. talked a lot about how like she's just, you know, focusing on like re- what makes her happy. And um, I think she even said, you know, when people started like their rumors that this Christmas movie was coming out, she didn't want anyone to know about this movie during the making. I think she's really trying to focus on making work without the um, added stress and pressures of, paparazzi and things like that. But also I think like fortunately um our culture has matured a little bit in that sense. Um like we mentioned she's married now. Um Netflix has inked a deal with her for I think at least two more movies. Yeah, um,
1: I think the the next one's been announced which is called Irish Wish, yes which is out sometime next year. I hope for, for God that it's made for like at least 10 dollars more then the, listen <laughs> she's
0: getting back in touch with her like cultural roots as an irish woman i They're
1: i gonna... will i will say i will reiterate exactly what i said in the reviews like there are so many people that are like oh my god thank god she's back if this is what you're happy that she's back into you are not a fan of hers you
3: are it's being mean. so
0: aggressive gavin it's, it's, relax relaxed. <laughs> wire
3: said this is the citizen cane of netflix christmas movies yeah and they're, they're being jerks they're being jerks no like, like, that, I, like
1: don't I, you want better don't you like if so you no. believe that she deserves better then this is not what she should be doing but I, if it's a stepping stone fine fine and maybe i am being a little too aggressive about it but like you famously is-
0: have a grinchy christmas
1: heart okay so let's <laughs> first of all make that clear to, but also to, to quote Alyssa Edwards, "Mama, this is garbage." <laughs> I think Listen, I, I
0: think you know, is it the best movie I've seen? No, it's terrible, but I think she's <laughs> But I think she's fun in it. I think like the moment where like they're feeding her champagne while she's on the phone and she she has that spark. The spark is back. Like I think the movie makes no fucking sense. Of course it doesn't. It was made for $12 in a dream. But like she she does have that star power. And that magnetism, I think, like, she's now, also as a 36-year-old woman, like, is this the first time we see her, like, actually playing, like, age-appropriate thing? Like, it's, this is a new era for her, and obviously I want more and better for her, but, like, again, she is having to rehab, no pun intended, like, her entire fucking, like, career. So, if she can prove that she can get through these movies, show that she's still fun, has ideas, you know... I think this is the the beginning, you know, um, yeah. I, I didn't expect her to fucking come back and I wouldn't want her to come back to do some little indie art house bullshit thing. Like, no, come back, serve us some comfort food. Like I I, I don't love Christmas movies, but like, I know what I'm getting, like, you know what you're going to get. It's like, that's the problem, but okay.
2: <laughs> right. That's that's the gap that we have to kind of bridge. It's like, again, she said that she's trying not to make a huge deal about this comeback, but she is trying right. to come back. And she's now married. And she has some side businesses that she's invested in. And she's looking at some behind-the-camera work. And yeah. so, I mean, to so what you were saying earlier, Gavin, it's like we can root for her and want her to be back in whatever way makes her happy. And yes, she can do more. And I I would be rude. I I love her performances in great movies like Mean Girls and Parent Trap where she really shows her talent. And I would love for her to have a platform where she can really showcase that talent. Because again, she, she brought it as, as well as she could I think in a kind of movie like falling for christmas the problem was is it was falling for christmas so i think right. everyone here yeah. wants yeah. her to is rooting for her wants her to have a great comeback wants her to have a great career but if this is as as you were saying kind of the stepping stone to something a little bit bigger and better so be it we're we're here for whatever lindsay is able to give us in a talented, healthy, and sustainable way. I sound like I'm a recycle or commercial. (laughs) I don't know if
3: maybe there's some pessimism in me that she just felt like she had to make this movie just to show people that she could show up on set, not have any controversy. Yeah. And that could very well could what it has been. She's like, Hey, look, I can make a movie. I can show up on set. Like I'm good. I really want to work. Mm-hmm. This movie's not great. Like, obviously, I also no. want to say that this movie's not good. <laughs> it's a it's a generic <laughs> Christmas movie, obviously, with the caveat of like, yeah, all movies are miracles and that kind of thing. But <laughs> I I feel like seeing her on screen—that's all I needed to do. Is I just needed to see her on screen and deliver a performance, it, 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 an above average performance for for what the script is. And I'm like, you know what? she could play this character in another movie with a different script and it would be great. Yes. Or it could be I, great depending I on also
0: like, I, I don't know if you stayed around and watched the bloopers at the end, but I was like, Oh my God, like she's actually having fun making a movie. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what a concept, you know, like, and uh, maybe that's part of like the PR fucking tour. Who cares? I mean, I, I just, you know, I'd rather see her having a good time making a movie as opposed to reading stories about how she's, you know, locking herself in rooms and crying and like Mm -hmm. not showing up and partying with Lady Gaga until five 30 and missing a shoot day. Uh, So yeah, I mean, I think it's complicated. Clearly it's complicated. Uh, But I'm falling for Lindsay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I do. I I think this is, I think this is the start of something. Hopefully Uh, I know I sound like the great pessimist, but I, I also like, I want something better for her. And I think, I think you've all brought up a really good point that like, Maybe this just has to be what it is, and then we can get whatever good is coming afterwards. But I think that really brings us to you know, she's young. She's literally two years younger than me. Did you <laughs> so like, did
0: you see that she she in an interview said that she would love to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs>
1: I did not see that. I did see that Jamie Lee Curtis has been like, I've been in talks, yeah. for Freaky Friday make too. Make the sequel and make I'm the sequel. That. Like that's that's something like yeah. And Jamie do Lee that. Curtis
0: just resurrects all of her like yeah. franchises. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, is there anything that you guys think like? Lindsay should be looking out for? What should she be
3: doing? I don't think she should be doing – I think this is a sentiment I was getting from folks. Is the movie – the the semi-autobiographical movie where she has to play someone living through addiction and, and dealing with addiction. I don't want to see that from her. Because right. if she has to live through her performances, I don't want to see that. And I don't want that for her. I would like to see a more challenging performance, but I think she is better at being funny than she is at being serious. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see her do some TV stuff, maybe show up as like characters on shows and hopefully get a, a, like an actual leading role in a show, either a mini series or, you know, something somewhat comedic uh, comedy, uh, i I don't know what, folks are making now at HBO or whatever what what the, <laughs> what the premise is but something like labor pains not necessarily that premise but something with a little bit of a strange yeah. premise in her as the lead I think you can have some fun with it she could
0: have had Jennifer Lopez's career you know like Jennifer Lopez like the Jennifer Lopez brand movie of rom-com like I think that's what Lindsay should be doing like that antics like Lindsay needs antics and she needs like a hot guy and like you know, that's what she needs um, because she—that's she's really good at. You know, like I do think she could probably like challenge herself with more drama stuff. But
3: like I don't.
2: I don't want that really. I don't care. Like, yeah. The Lost like, City
3: of D or something, or The Lost City. Sorry. I think they changed <laughs> uh,
2: I think The Lost City would be perfect for her. Like, yeah. I, I mean, to movie. your point, to your point, Louie, like, I don't see her playing like Mayor of East Town or Lydia tar. Like, that's not the kind of challenge that I see right. Lindsay Lohan jumping to. But also, I don't see her jumping to Big Box. I don't see her in a Fast and Furious movie. Like, I just don't see that. I don't see her in the MCU. I think Lindsay. As in the past shined and continues to shine when we add fun and comedy, or maybe even an air of mystery. Like I I I did set, like some of the movies where there's like what if, something is mysterious about her what, if they cast
0: her. what if they cast her as poison ivy in the DC universe? <laughs> Would that be a gag? <laughs> With her red hair. I don't just putting it out there, putting it out there. Very good. Um, I think that brings us to Perhaps, the end of Lindsay, yeah. right? I think we've said all that needs to be said. Uh, we all want good things for. Our millennial
1: icon. She's got a whole, a whole life ahead of her, and and many more things to come. And I'm, I'm sure this is not the last we'll be seeing of Lindsay Lohan. But you know, who knows? Who knows what's next? Who knows what's Other next than, besides Irish Irish Wish? wish. <laughs> Irish <laughs> Wish is next. Um, but AJ Trevor, thank you so much for coming on our show. This is the moment where we give you to talk about anything you want, plug anything you want. So where can people find you online and tell people about your show?
2: Yeah. So, like Trevor mentioned earlier, we're the old kids movies. We talk about 90s and 2000s kids and family movies, everything from DCOMs to Harry Potter and everything in between, direct to video, all that fun stuff. So, uh, we're, we've been going for a little bit more than two and a half years at this point, um, more than 100 episodes in, and would love to have you guys uh, come listen to us. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those places at the old kids movies, or on Instagram at the old kids movies, or on Twitter at old kids movies. And Trevor and I, as uh, we mentioned earlier, Gavin, we're on Letterbox. So, i'm aj beltis on letterboxd trevor is trevor Ho- trevor howell on letterboxd uh, we're pretty active on there and we give hints about what's coming next uh, did i miss anything trevor
3: i i don't know if i'm trevor howell or metal trowel on on letterboxd but i think <laughs> if you search try one either of- uh, <laughs> what, what do you what, what do you guys have coming up on the
0: show next
3: our next episode is one of my personal favorites uh celebrating its 20th year is treasure planet love 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 that movie so much and I'm so excited to talk about it but we also have some some holiday movies coming up for December as we usually do and we just finished our October month where we have tons of fun holiday movies there if you're into the spooky season or are still recovering from the spooky season and want some more spooky content (laughs) definitely definitely listen to some great spooky episodes um all I will say about treasure
0: planet is that my favorite thing about it is the goo goo doll song (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was real rock and roll when I was a kid. Uh, But anyway, thank you guys so much, Uh, Trevor, AJ. We really appreciate you guys coming on, talking about Queen Lindsay. Um, And we'll definitely have to smiegel on over to your show
1: one day. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. This was a blast. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. And if you want to find us online, you can always find us on Twitter at, at The Mixed Reviews. For us on Facebook, just type in The Mixed Reviews. If you want to email us, you can email us at reviewsmixed at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram
0: at the underscore mixed underscore reviews.
1: And if you want to continue listening to our back catalog of episodes, we are on a ton of additional podcast apps. That includes Apple, Spotify, Google, Audible, Amazon, pretty much anywhere that you can find us. And also, if you do listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please stop by there. Leave us a five star rating. Yes, all five stars. Write us a little review and we'll read it on the show.
0: And if you would like to join us on the Patreon, we talk on the Discord all the time and just have a have a blast. Um, Thank you guys so much. And we will see you in two weeks.